Well, I think we must be doing something right if we're getting attacked so yeah. viciously, if yeah. we're getting all of this censorship coming after us. You know, it's not an argument to uh, try and zip someone's mouth shut. Ab absolutely. That doesn't win your argument. And Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Just the two of us right now, John. Indeed. Indeed. I'm very quiet. Oh, that's better. So is this better? Well, it was better the second time you spoke. The first time you were very quiet. Is that because I was distant? Yeah, you're very quiet. Yes. So uh, this is because of the new audio setup, John. You're still quiet. What do you mean I'm still quiet? You're still quiet. How about now? That's better. What about you lot listening in on the, the does the volume change for me for you lot or is it just for John? Let me He's let me know quiet. in the chat. You're going quiet again. I ah uh, so uh, I I I I can't I can open my gain a bit. There we go. Um just the two of us we can make it if we try just the two of us. Shalini says it sounds weird. What sounds weird? My mic maybe? Um, so, so am I sounding okay or, or, or what, what's, what's the, what's the dealio here? What's the dealio? What's the dealio? Cause I can, uh, Rebecca says, sounds fine. Spencer says, sounds fine. Uh, and you, you, I must say your dulcet tones are sounding absolutely ravishing tonight, Jono. Quite thank you, Ben. You're very, very welcome. Um, so me and John have both been uh, playing with our sound equipment, haven't we? <laughs> yes. We both a, we both decided it. No, we both decided it was time to install mixing desks into our studios. <laughs> so um, we've, so uh, we've gone for it at the same time. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll turn my headphones up and see if that makes a difference. But the thing is, we we both actually own Behringer desks. So yes, uh, he 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 showed me mine. Um, uh, Vaughn says, "I understand you fine, Ben. The other guy is talking Scottish, and Shalini is laughing at your latest video, Jono." Yes, I made quite a few videos. In fact, I think I put up a video today that was basically just me laughing. Yeah, it's a minute of you laughing. There's no basically about it. It's a minute of you laughing. <laughs> at, uh, at... You can understand why though. <laughs> Well, it's Judge Rinder, isn't it? It's it's Judge Rinder. So, um, as you can tell, anyway, as you can see, uh, the title says Resistance GB, and uh, obviously this is After Dark. Uh, and our guest will be joining us this evening, by the way. We are just waiting. Or, or he will be shot. Well, yeah, that's a possibility. Um, but, he, but he should be joining us. Uh, he is currently on his own podcast. It's overrun a bit. I've got, I've got a message saying I'm running a tad late. So we decided to kick off and uh, talk to you lot, you wonderful people, get you involved. John, how are yeah. you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I've had quite a good day. It's we... been quite a humorous day for, for um, the news. I've put out quite a few videos. I was going to say, you've spent pretty much all day there in the bunker, haven't you? <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, even, um... your, even your coughing sounds... It comes through loud and clear, John. Sounds good. <laughs> I, I need to mute the coughing. Let me, let me, let me mute briefly. Okay. 
Look, you can do that now. We can both do that just at the turn yeah. of a switch. Look, just at the turn of a switch. <laughs> that's a good look, Ben. Just stay there. Anyway, yes, that that's true. <laughs> Judge Rundle tried to be a hard man. It was quite humorous, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, yes, it's ben. a it's a really really handy um really handy mm -hmm. feature, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is it is nice to have mixing desks. I mean, I've had this thing since I was fucking fifteen years old, and it's been sat for most of that time in a box under my bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have it because uh, we we also discovered my guitar works for it, didn't we, John? We did, yes. Yeah, we we, we did. It, it, guitar straight in. Yeah, yep. A direct line straight I, into our reels. Yes, it's it's like mainlining guitar strings. It sounds pretty decent. What that was a chasing descent ASMR moment. So, whilst we are waiting for our guest, John, uh, anything you should we should we talk about Judge Robert Rinder for a minute, shall we? Yeah, why not? Although, yeah, well, okay. Well, we Go call him it. Judge. So, he's not a judge, is he? He's a barrister, no. for one. What well, what's going on then? Is is um is Phil Philip Schofield going to the front line as well? I don't know. I, I saw I saw some tweets today about tearful scenes as Phil prepares to go to the front line to fight. But, was it a meme though? Well, I thought I thought it was a joke, but if Judge Rinder's going to the border to report, then maybe Phil, maybe Philip is, maybe he's been sent to the front line. Oh, that would be um, that would be a scream. That well, would be I mean, a scream, yeah. It, obviously, it's the place to be if you're if you're gay. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the part why I said. You know what? You know what Russians are like, and and Ukrainians are. Wasn't there a different. Russian government minister who said there are no gay people in Russia? Exactly. I believe there was. Only there, 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 there are no gay people here in Russia. So why do you want to send out your gay report to Russia? Or or the border with Russia and Ukraine. I mean, that's just not the place to be. Well, it, it's because uh, Russia need the gay people, John. Because there <laughs> there are no gay people in Russia. The politicians say so. No gay people. And then, I mean, what happens if they run into the Azov Battalion? I don't see them being really receptive to the gay people. No, um, and and obviously, uh, <laughs> you look fabulous in blue and gold. That's probably true. <laughs> that spine nailed it. They are toast. Um, so. So well, we'll need to find out if Philip Schofield is going to is going to the border. That would be quite interesting. It would be interesting. So, John, ben. you've you've finally worked out how to play us all clips, haven't you? I have. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. Now yeah. I can kind of hear myself. That was weird. Yeah. I could I could kind of hear myself from your end for a minute there. That's strange. I mean, we we we, we, we I can't anymore. It was just like for a brief second. It was a echoey. Ghost. 
A ghost in the machine. A ghost in the machine. Uh, uh, Shalini says, oh, cool. Have you got us a clip, John? What kind of clip would you like, Shalini? Well, what kind of clip do you have, John? Well, I've really only got the clips I made today, but I've already put them on YouTube. You have already put them on YouTube, yes. But um, perhaps play us the video, uh, visual and audio, of you laughing at Jadrinda. <laughs> Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> I could do that. I'll need to add. Uh, I wasn't prepared for the video. Side we we don't prepare you for anything here, John. No, you don't. No, so we we definitely I don't. Have to add. I shall have to add a new browser. Source. We put you on the spot and we make you work on the fly. You always do. Always do. Always do. Right, they're adding the new browser. Indeed, Shalini, it is all on the hoof. That is exactly right. That is exactly how... You don't know who Judge... Rind well, he's not a judge. He's a barrister who played a judge oh, on no. TV. So he was like Judge Judy, but on ITV, essentially. Cancel that. I don't want that. I don't want a browser. So he's a, he's a barrister... Well, a TV barrister, a TV judge. Um, Robert Rinder. And now he does uh, talk radio, doesn't he? He, he does a yeah. phone-in show on talk radio. So, well, it's not fair of you to put John on the spot like that, especially after he shared his list with you before the show. Oh, wait, says Spencer. Well, see, the joke's on you, Spencer, because there's no list. There, there, there's, there's no list. We're supposed to have a guest. We're waiting for our esteemed guest. He will be here. Uh, he's just finishing up his own podcast. We can check in whilst John's doing that. Uh, this is... Oh, I'll tell you what. Hold on. I can just pull YouTube up on this one now. Okay, his podcast is finished. Well, where the hell is he? Well, yeah, that's it. He's not live. So uh, hopefully he'll be clicking in any minute now. Right. He's read the he's read the Telegram messages. Click the link, Will. Click the wink. Click the wink. Click the link. Click the link. Click the link. Click the link. We're waiting for the bomb bomb. <laughs> he probably wants a bit of a break between the two shows. Bom, 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 bom. But he's 25 minutes late already. Come, come on, man. It's um, a good. It's a good. Cool it's a good thing we like him, isn't it? Yeah. Why is this taking so long to load? I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't. So you can see this? No, we can see you. Can you not see this? No, we can see you. Hold on. Hold on, then. So you you guys can... Oh, you can see me at the moment, right? right. We can see you. Right, okay, okay, just calm your jets. I mean, you cannot get the fucking staff. Seriously. Oh, fuck off. Vaughn's sirens still going. I've lost my mouse now. Oh, there's my mouse. Good thing my laptop is touchscreen, so when it goes bong bong, I can just go bong. Vaughn, what is going on? 
Oh, siren's still going, I guess, in Brixton or in Cellini's building. Uh, if it's if it's a fire alarm, then perhaps you should evacuate and just continue watching us on the, the phone. Uh, if you're not watching us on the phone already. That would be uh, quite devastating if it were a fire alarm, I guess. Uh, where are we going with this? Right. Rumble. Where the fuck is Odyssey now? I'm trying to. Sh I'm trying to check on. <laughs> right. Oh fuck off. Yeah. Oh, Hello, people watching on Odyssey. Uh, I see you in the chat. We've got people in the chat on Odyssey. Um, they're saying I just switched from RGB's podcast over to here after he's finished. Hello there. Hello there, people watching on Odyssey. We barely see your chat because I'm running on five platforms at once. So I drop in and drop out because you guys are up on the same screen as the show's running on. We are just waiting on William to uh, come in from the resistance uh, GB sc uh, stream. I know he's finished his stream. So once he clicks in, we will kick off with our guest. John is, uh, my partner here, John, is... Uh, trying to make his OBS do things that it's not doing at the moment. So yes, it's not doing. No, it's not. It's not doing. John, John, just just give us some audio, John. Just give us some audio. It's, there is actually some people commenting on Odyssey. So how many people are watching on Odyssey? It's like six, seven, seven people watching on Hello Odyssey. How many people are watching on Rumble? Fuck knows. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, for some reason, um, uh, well, I don't know. Do you think I could jump out and jump back in? What, jump out of the meat and jump back in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you would, if you would, you're gonna leave leave me at their mercy. Two, two seconds. Two oh, seconds. for God's sake! <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, now I've completed. What the fuck is going? On? Okay, right. Look, now I have to reposition and resize everything. My uh, my my partner John, oftentimes uh, is not prepared already for what is going on. I try and get him prepared. I try and get him ready for these shows. And oh, he's back! No, it's not. Um, it's not picking up the virtual camera. It's not picking up the virtual camera at all. No. Is that because you haven't started the virtual camera? The uh, virtual camera is running. Oh. Well, that's not it's good. Not seeing it, I suspect it needs. I suspect it would need a rest. Would it need a restart? Or let's not re let's let's just not bother. Well, right. I tell you what. One last try. Oh, only it. take a half a minute. Right. right. This is supposed to be a show. This is supposed to be a show. And and this is this is what happened. And he's back. Is it working? Two seconds. Yes or no? Two seconds. 
No, it's not seeing it. <laughs> piece of shit. Fucking piece of shit. So uh, the time yes. is uh, just coming up 9pm. We are still waiting for our guest, who we will be chastising for being half an hour late um, <laughs> at so this point. Shot. Well, I don't think we'll shoot him. I don't think that's just fair. In the <laughs> And then he might know what it's like to be me for a few weeks. <laughs> Just a kneecap. Peace Officers UK says, I see Disney are pausing all business in Russia. How will those poor Russians get their satanic propaganda now? Um, uh, Disney can about that. <laughs> everybody. Yes, that was poor. Everybody is pausing and ceasing and fucking stopping trading in Russia. You know what? There is there's too much of this, right? So so what's going on? Because we've never, never seen this before. No. We've never had sanctions to this level. Even even South Africa didn't get sanctions to this level. And and sanctions don't work anyway. There's been numerous scientific papers. Yeah, but are these technically sanctions? I don't think they are. Well, they're they're not. They're just fucking having a go at people. And and I think they're overstepping the mark. What what possible legal, you know, what what possible legal right does the government have to go and take Abramovich's assets or seize them? But what's it got to do with Abramovich, whether Russia goes to war war or not? I mean, he's probably made most of his money over here. So why do they have the right to seize his assets just because he's a Russian citizen? Well, because he's a Russian, be guilty Russian citizen, John, and we we're living through the Russia age. Done that America hasn't. It's risky phobia time, John. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is the part I don't understand because there's something going on that that we've never seen before. The, we've never we, had this level. But you say we've never seen it before. We have seen it before. It's the red not scare. The, it's the red scare no, all over again. Not, not to this level. No, not this to is, this. This is unprecedented. We've never seen companies pulling out. I mean, even during the Second World War, Coca-Cola still kept working with uh, with with Nazi Germany. Yes. IBM still kept working with Nazi Germany. Standard Oil still kept... I mean, Standard Oil supplied their fucking petrol so they could go to war. Yeah. You know, all American companies. We've never seen this kind of thing where people just will not they will not let any company work with Russia. Now, it's it's not going to work because, like we've talked about over the last few days, you've got the bricks behind them. You've got over 40% of the world's population behind them. Because you've yeah. got China, India, Brazil, South Africa, right? Plus Belarus and a couple of the other of the Balkan states. So I I, I think somebody's running scared there's something there's something in those fucking bio labs that yeah they don't want coming out well we like like we were speaking about on last night's show uh fucking newland the mm-hmm. way she yeah. was speaking about those bio labs tells me it's not even the, it's not even the way she spoke it's their body language it just she looks terrified yeah she does she looks the, the, absolutely the terrified yeah Absolutely terrified, and and they're desperate to not let the Russians get their hands on those biolabs. We were told we're a conspiracy theory just a fortnight ago. Yeah, yeah, 
Those mm-hmm. those bio labs. Oh no 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 no! Don't don't talk about those. They're not real. Just a conspiracy theory. And then there she is in Congress. Uh, we do not want Russia getting their hands on those biological labs and what's inside and the pathogens and uh, why is why is that why is that Miss Newland? What why is it because there's something in there you don't want them finding? Yeah, is that think, the case? I think I think it is very much the case. What I, you 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 alluded to a point last night, didn't you? You said, "What if we were to find out that uh, that uh, a certain uh, virus of unspecified origin did not actually come from Wuhan?" Um, yeah, yeah. That would be oh, hold on, I think we've got company. Where the fuck have you been? Why, hello there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good morning. Good. Yeah. Good Thanks morning. To see you. I have bring coffee. The audio coming out. Can you hear us? Speakers. Hello. There we go. Hello. Okay, I can hear you. Where the Beautiful. fuck have you been? Sorry, I've been a bit a bit late. Our podcast is overrun ever so slightly. Yeah, I did send people over. Yes, and I, I no, guess I'm, I'm checking in on Odyssey every now and again because I have to. I've, I've, my third yeah. screen's down, so everything is running up on the second screen, so I can't see the chat live. So I'm checking in every now and again. People are coming over, so uh, thank you for doing that. How are you this evening, William? Me, quite good, quite good. We're off the back of our uh, our first um, our first resistance podcast. I mean, we did do podcasts a while ago, but now we're uh, we're running again and. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm enjoying it. It's going. Uh, it's. It's quite fun. I. I did check in a little bit on your podcast. I saw that Chris was on with you as well. Yeah, we got Chris as a co-host. Oh, lovely. lovely. So uh, usually Laura be here. Laura's not feeling too well today, but we got uh, me main host, Chris co-host, and then Laura is going to be sort of the everyman. I don't know whether you know the the everyman concept. Yes. Yeah, Laura's. Laura, the idea is we sort of. Uh, bundled Laura in because she's like oh do I do I have to do all the research it's like no no we we want you to not have researched it and then you can sit there and uh, tell us when we're sounding too confusing yeah no that makes sense yeah that's like Ben. That's like me. Get the list. Yeah, so we, we, we have the list on the show when we do the, the Wednesday and Sunday shows. And John writes a list of news articles that we're going to cover and he never tells me what's on the list. So he just fires them at me. Throughout, and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about, John? <laughs> quite well, often see, i think it's i think it's good because you get genuine reaction so and, uh, and let, let me pause you the there stuff, john most of the stuff you've heard about john let me pause you there because we are yeah. live on five platforms right now because brand youtube wasn't working and would not let us put a live stream up tonight but um everybody on the five platforms that are watching right now meet william of resistance gb who is drinking a uh, disgusting looking diet pepsi yeah, I'm sorry about the neurotoxins. Uh, it's it's all I managed to sort of grab in between the two. Sugar, white gold. Apparently, <laughs> apparently a sparkling is on the list. What do you of, mean? Of, of, well, a sparkling was on the banned list of neurotoxins that um, weren't allowed to be used as food products. Well, maybe that's that's why I'm so uh, crazy in taking on the New World Order, eh? Well, well this is it, right. So uh, we're going to do part of this show where you talk about, we talk about you and who you are, what you do and why you do. There is a reason behind this series of shows, which we are not really talking about yet. You know it. We know it. They don't know it. Well, exactly. 
But um, uh, so introduce yourself. So my name's Willsey. I am uh, one half of Resistance GB. Usually we have Laura here as well. And um, yeah, we go out and we sort of show the resistance. We show the truth of what's going on in this country. And um, yeah, and it's 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 been amazing. We've been doing this since, uh, what was it the 29th of October, 2020? And um, yeah, we've had what? I think over 10 million people view our video or 10 million views on our videos. Um, we've put out, I think it's around 600 videos we've done in That's about 600 days. So it, it's about one, one video a day. Sometimes we've been just spamming them out. There've been lots of content. Other times we've really worked on it and put one video out over the course of a week, but it's really sort of packed that punch. And uh, yeah, that's what we've been doing. We've been covering just all of the freedom protests, um, trying not to get attacked by the Met Police, getting framed. Um, well, I was there. I was there. Trouble. You know, I was there in July when they fucking Question jumped you. Questioning I was there. MPs, uh, questioning um, members of the cabinet, uh, questioning the leader of the opposition. Um, oh no, no, that was you set that up. But... You set that up. Oh, oh yeah, clearly. clearly. <laughs> But the most important people that I think we speak to are some of the people on the street who uh, just speak really sort of clearly and articulate what's going on and people who tend not to have a voice. And I think a lot of people don't have the opportunity. They, they, they don't have the time to set up a whole platform sort of. And, and maybe they don't have something to say on everything. Yeah. But people come out, they go to protests or they're just speaking out on one issue. And I think that we give them the opportunity to talk about it and people to be aware of what's going on in our country. And the idea that, you know, a lot of people have a go at the media and I kind of don't like it when people sort of say, oh, the media this and the media that. You can call them the mainstream media. Yeah. But I don't really like calling them the media. And don't get me wrong, I'll do it sometimes. But I don't like calling them the media because frankly they're they're part of the media they're the big chunk but i don't want them to be the big chunk well no because chunk. we're the media we are the media the real media well we're we're part of the media as well but we are the small media we're the small chunk well we, well, we, we are I'd like to be a smaller chunk than i am <laughs> but no but we we have and this is this is something I, I want to talk about is we as you know are feeling the absolute strain of censorship here on our shows uh, uh and and what i've done i've been banned off every platform going for no reason whatsoever um and how are you how are you uh, getting on with that are you feeling the the sort of sword of damocles is censorship coming down upon you well i think we must be doing something right if we're getting attacked so yeah. viciously if yeah. we're getting all of this censorship coming after us you know it's not an argument to uh try and zip someone's mouth shut Ab absolutely in your argument and Look, I'm I'm not saying that people who criticize us don't have any validity to their criticism, but they should be criticizing and debating, mm -hmm. not trying to just shut us down and censor us. It just shows that you've got nothing capable of defeating us, or at least it implies it. It implies that they don't have the strength of their own argument. So Well, yeah, and I I I don't quite understand. I still don't understand the sort of the attacks on us for our live streams, and I've had them as well, right? people will attack you for what you're doing when you're out on the ground and 
what they don't what, what are these streams other than just showing people what is happening on the ground as it is happening live well that's all we are doing we are facilitating that so people can see in real time what is going on and then all of a sudden we're this that and the other just for doing that it doesn't make any sense and and like you say it's off the back of those people they want to zip our mouth shut they want to stop us doing what we're doing and it's not an argument well it's it's just frankly it's just bullying isn't it you yeah. know it, you, you've got you've got bullying in the play playground level you've got workplace bullying and then you've just got bullying at like a sort of nation state scale and this is what our country's unfortunately come to we've come to the point where people seem to think that anything that they personally dislike something they have a personal preference against they should be able to use violence against other people mm -hmm. to enforce their preference and that's not only morally repugnant but it's against our law you know at the end of the day this country is founded on common law it's founded on the principle of equity and it's founded on people having fundamental rights. Yeah. Those rights include, you know, free speech, the right to go out and work. And some of these are, you know, enshrined in the Magna Carta. Some of them are enshrined in the Bill of Rights, whether it's the right to bear arms, which is basically just the right to self-defense. Yeah. You know, for example, Ben, uh, I wouldn't call you the most athletic man. Um, <laughs> he's, he's being ableist now <laughs> already. We're, we're 10 minutes in. I, well, I, I always use the example of my nan. I always say that if, if people broke into our home, like how is she meant to defend herself? And frankly, this psychopathic government says that my nan shouldn't be able to bear arms by which yeah. she's able to defend herself. And that, that to me is mad. How can you say to someone, you have to be defenseless? And the only recourse that you have to some form of defense is you have to phone a phone number and maybe someone will turn up at some point after which you're probably, you know, dead, robbed, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how I would defend myself at all. Uh, if somebody broke into my home, I just, I have no idea how I would defend myself uh, because I have It's quite no... simple. You defend yourself, but make sure you have plenty of defensive wounds. <laughs> that's a good point but what like like, like the met police yeah yeah if the guy's got a knife if you've got a couple of cuts across here that's a defensive wound yes well yeah, although the, the, the met police don't even have any uh they don't even have any injuries they just uh they yeah. just have uh their 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 hurt feelings so, so didn't mean, they actually when when they did jump you doesn't know do you know that i used to be a cop Really, John, John is John is an ex firearms officer from Glasgow. for twenty one years. Yeah. Wait. So you used to be on the dark side. I didn't. Wait. Sorry. So are you so sorry? Are you saying that we had a group chat with with a police officer, <laughs> an yeah. ex police yeah, officer? Yeah. 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 Ex. I mean, I retired. Quite he hates them. He hates them. It's beautiful. It's, he but, hates yeah. what they've become. It's it's but yeah. But, but having that perspective as well on this show is so good and it's such a good dynamic because the stories he can tell are just fucking out there they really are but um but yeah he's he's an ex in the met, though. no he wasn't in the met he was in glasgow he's an ex firearms officer from glasgow um and then he went uh, then he went on the run didn't you john yeah yeah because uh, you know, um, you you're aware that i had a um, a group of trolls that essentially bullied me off of twitter right 
they, yeah, the Twitter mob. Yes, the Twitter mob. And um, they <laughs> they started researching John and they accused him of being an ex-Ministry of Defence government official who had to go on the run because he was prosecuted for doing deal an arms deal with Saudi. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they keep they keep they keep saying right. I keep getting this fucking allegation that apparently I created the entire conflict at Sarah Everard's uh, vigil. Yeah, but you're also and, being blamed for what happened to Keir Starmer. Yeah, I'm also being blamed for somehow. Um, yeah, but nothing happened. Even though Starmer. everyone can see the entire live stream. Right? Yes. So this is bearing in mind. Yeah. Yes. People can watch my life. Yeah. For hours. Yes. I don't even think I don't even think at that time I'd even ask someone else to hold the camera to go to the shop. I genuine no, I genuinely had had the camera the whole time, which I usually do. Occasionally, occasionally I'll say, Can you hold this for yeah. a minute and interview yourself? Oh um, yeah, he does that to me but, all the time. He just sort uh, of shoves the camera in my hand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But, the thing is, people could literally watch the passage of time for hour after hour after hour. So apparently I'm some grand sort of uh, Machiavellian strategist, some sort of um, who's the who's the uh, who's who's the bad guy out of um, like Moriarty. That's it. The bad guy out of Sherlock Holmes. I'm some sort of Moriarty that knew somehow with all my, you know, government insiders, even though I'm I'm some sort of fringe whatnot that Keir Starmer was going to walk out there and then despite all of the video evidence they're saying that I somehow organized a group of people even though you can see I just sort of dash over by myself I'm Uh like oh I'm gonna go question that guy literally I dash up I wait I ask him a couple of questions and then uh, even though everyone else was shouting about uh, paedophiles and Jimmy Savile, yes, they which, were. I mean, I yeah. I was about hundred foot down the road talking to the to the people in the convoy when this all happened, so we saw it all from afar. Um, but I wasn't up close, but I was still streaming at the time as well. But I mean, you 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 can hear you can hear what questions I ask him if you pay attention. Yeah, you know, I, and what you can hear is. Uh, I asked him firstly why he wasn't opposing the government, being as he's meant to be leader of the opposition, <laughs> Her Majesty's most loyal opposition. Yes. Um, then I asked him about why the Labour Party, as in the eyes of most most normal people, um, abandoned the working class. Yes. And uh, become a sort of party of the elite because they literally their name is Labour. They profess to be Labour. So another public interest question. And I asked him why he decided to. Um, uh, corruptly persecute Julian Assange and I think you know I think with the Savile case right um, it's rather implausible that Starmer wasn't aware of what was going on Yes, I think in the Assange case it's absolutely implausible that Starmer didn't know what was going on yeah, and if he didn't know what was going on, then it's just like, okay, that's that's completely done. I can understand if there's some sort of thing with a celebrity, and then ag- allegations come in at a low level, and it may not be raised. But something that's already mainstream news, I I can, okay? I I something can. that's already like the the mainstream news. Everyone knows who Julian Assange is. Yeah. This is the biggest, highest profile case of the decade. Yeah, and. 
apparently no. any idea that Starmer didn't know he, about it or wasn't directly in, or, or wasn't yeah. involved or wasn't over, overseeing it properly. Like clearly, he had to were, know about both of them. He had to know about both of them. I mean, and, this guy's and, in charge of the whole thing. Yeah, he and, had and, to and, have been briefed on both of them. Well, if he wasn't briefed, then it's his fault. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, he's he he needs to be overseeing this. He should be like the idea that he didn't watch the news and go, "Oh wait, aren't we involved with that no, uh, Julian no. Assange thing that I keep seeing on the news?" How <laughs> is it possible ridiculous. for Starmer to have somehow avoided this? Um, no, there was there was clear involvement, and as to whether you know he was involved with the messages that went over to the Swedish saying, "Don't get cold feet." Don't get yeah, cold feet yeah. about these uh, trumped-up allegations from Sweden. Well, I can't say that, but I can say that clearly that this was this is just some sort of uh, political setup. You know, Assange so, has not committed yeah. a crime. The idea of exporting Assange to Sweden when Assange said, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to these people, I'll communicate with them, it led to this siege. It led yeah. to this whole siege. And mm-hmm. it's... Starman could have resolved this because yeah. you've got a case where there's a journalist, where there's a whistleblower, right, who's at clear risk. You know, the government, you know, I, I would say carps on, but I, I, I might say larps on. They are just they are just role playing this yeah. idea that there is free press in this country. That is a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you just look at the way that the minute that it's inconvenient, they kick off Russia today. Now, I don't even. Well, I, 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 even... you're you're not quite there yet. But as as free press myself, they censored me off YouTube. They they took me down. They they told me I can't operate, and they took me down for a fucking interview with a hotelier. That's what they banned my channel for. <laughs> you, you know, they were just looking for any excuse to remove me. And I think they're doing the same to you. You're already on your second strike. You've just had a two week ban. They they are looking for ways to remove the independent free press from the platforms because we are inconvenient. We are yeah. inconvenient because we're not corruptible. And the reason, Although, like we brought up last night, the 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 um the Supreme Court judge is having another run at them in the United States. Yes, yeah, and and. You know that that's a good thing if if that goes anywhere. I oh, I don't think they're entitled to their Section Two Thirty protections over in the United yeah, States. I, I I think I they've made themselves. Well, I mean, we had this discussion, didn't we? We've already had this discussion previously yeah. that these are not platforms. They're not platforms. They're not. They are publishers. Mm-hmm. Well, we did have this discussion, and I think where it comes to them being publishers is we were talking about algorithms, and we yep. were talking about yeah. the idea that they were already running algorithms on this content. So they're not simply allowing the users to just put out their content. They're no. actively yeah. curating it. Personally, personally, I would rather have a situation where any platform that doesn't support free speech... Is right, upfront about it, for one. Is simply banned from having any government usage of it. Yes. Yeah. Problem solved, right? Because can you think of all of the official government accounts and yes. everything on all of all of these sites? Think of all of the government expenditure on all of these. Sites. Well, no matter what people think of Donald Trump, he was at the time the president of the United States, and this platform had the ability to fucking cut out his no, no, tongue no, no. I, metaphorically. I'm, 
I'm not talking. I'm not talking about um, officials. I'm not talking if if Donald Trump or Boris Johnson have their personal accounts. Yeah, those are their personal accounts. I'm talking about government accounts. Yeah, no, so I agree. The official account of the President of the United States, but more than that, just about all of all of the the Met Police, like Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that, this needs to stop because we're getting policed via Twitter. Yes, you know, the police don't care yeah. about something until an MP tweets about it. That's I mean, the, way it works. the Met Police like, literally you, you have a unit whole... of people sitting on computers to police fucking Twitter. You you remember that whole thing, right? Uh, uh, and um, Piers was talking about um, smashing down the MPs. Yes, right? and it was clear that he was using a metaphor. Yeah, the police. Were wishing him Happy New Year, or was it Merry Christmas or Happy New Year? And they were just standing there laughing. So there were police right there outside Downing Street, and we must smash down the MPs and take to the streets. Yeah, right. That's quite a good impression, appears. Quite honest. Police cared. They were just they were watching because they're obviously standing there. They're like, I'm just going to listen to what this guy has to say. They're standing there. They know. Nothing harmful was said. Yeah. They know nothing harmful was said by peers. They know it's not credible. There's no credible mm -hmm. threats there. He's talking about destroying them in terms of like reputation, in terms of credibility, right? Uh, and if there'd been a concern, they could have just grabbed him then and there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't fifty thousand people there. It was about what fifty hundred people or something like that. Just going off. Was I there you know, that day? Off, off the off the top of my head, then. That because suddenly people start tweeting about it, mm -hmm. they send round was it a van of yeah. or two vans of TSG round to his house to wait outside his house, yeah. even though they know where he lives, even though they know what his solicitor, who his solicitor is. So they could have sent the man a letter. They yes. could have given him a phone call, being as they were tapping his phones for like thirty years or something <laughs> like that, right? And they're probably still tapping them, let's be honest. No one trusts GCHQ. Um, they they could have gone round and knocked during the day, but instead they turn up in the early hours, in the early 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah. in the morning and have a van full of TSG grab him. What? What? So the police... It's to make an example of him. Downing Street. Do they not trust these police outside Downing Street? Well, if because they don't, that's, a, that's a problem, isn't it? Anything that happens, any call that the police make outside Downing Street is somehow they 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 seem to uh, renounce it, don't they? Mm. So what I, it just can it just it, it's clear that it's political. It's clear that certain people kick up a fuss, certain people call the right people, they tweet and they at different people, and then they get their way because those people are privileged, they are the nobility, and we are the fucking trolls. Well, this is it. We're 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 the working class. Haven't got a pot to piss in. And as far as uh, many, I, I would say many people who own a Twitter account are concerned because let's face it, that pop that that website or platform, whatever to call it, is populated by people who London elites, middle class, can afford a decent you know, apartment or flat in London could sit there and bake banana bread all through the lockdowns and be all happy about it. These these are the sorts of people that basically populate platforms like Twitter. And uh, they think we should shut up our mouths, get in our place, and, uh, and let them essentially tell us what to do. And I tell you what, people like me, people like you, people like John, we're really, really pushing their buttons. Because... Well, it's 
they don't like the truth. They don't mm. like people challenging their narrative because this is what it is. It's a religion. Yeah. They, oh, they, oh they it's a cult. They, they they are zealots within their religious cult. Like personally, That's like I'm 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 not religious. Like, no, me I, either. But I believe in spiritualism, but. I don't like I don't agree with religion and I just see it generally as a, a sort of negative thing in society. Um I think but, people are entitled know, to that's... believe and practice as they wish, just do not encroach oh, on yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like mate, I'm a liberal. I'm not gonna ban people for having well, this, a You know what? This is the thing. But, me, but you, John, is... we are real fucking liberals. We are real definitions of the word liberal, and we are called fucking far right, we're called this, that, and the other. And we're the ones saying, be what you want to be, act well, as you want to act, love who you want to love. Let's be honest, the actual far right is libertarian. Like, this whole myth that Nazis were right wing is just... I'm no, not, that's just, I, I, yeah, I just Nazis are actually probably more extreme left than anything. Well, of course. It, it, no, this is, it, it's not even probably, it is just <laughs> it fact. Is, it is yeah. the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Exactly. Right? Yeah. These are just... left, left. They, they are fundamentally left wing because they plan to. You, okay, you've got communism, and the idea of communism is that the government runs everything personally, right? Yeah. The difference between communism and fascism is that fascism wants to sort of control everything through regulation, right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, for example, your your podcasting setup, Ben. Yeah. Right. Do you own it? Well, yeah. Okay. What if I say that you can't use your podcasting setup on Tuesday mornings between 9 and 10 a.m.? Do you still own it? Well, I'd just tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, but if, if I could come round and throw you in a cell. Well, no, then you don't, do you? That's my point. My point is, and people may say, oh, well, look, he's, he's just saying you can't do it in the mornings because it's good for society. You know, this fake greater good okay but the greater the good is one is... of the most pissy terms i fucking hate that term well it's like it's like switzerland right if you live in switzerland you can't wash your car on a sunday you can't wash your car on a sunday bloody hell. no no you can't you're not allowed to wash your car on a sunday well i and, of... and you can't move house at the weekend one of the, one of the things that I I usually use when people are out is I say, "Do you own your shoes?" And I say, and, they, and then I say, "Okay, well, if I tell you you can't wear those shoes at five a.m. in the morning, on uh, b b between five a.m. and quarter past five on on a on a Wednesday, do you still own your shoes?" And most people say yes. I say, "Okay, right. What if I say you can't wear them on any or, or any time during Tuesday?" And they go, "Okay, well, maybe, maybe." Well, I, actually, I there's a much them. deeper argument say, than what that. About if, what if you can't wear them any weekday? What if you? What if I say you can only wear them on a Sunday? I'm going to blow your mind right now. If you're standing on one foot, this is what fascism is. And at the end, yeah, of the but day, but, but you still same. own the shoes, and I still own the podcasting setup. What you don't own is your own body and your own liberty. Yeah, because the thing is, this is that this is like fascism, communism are two sides of the same coin. Yeah, the further you go left, and what left is is bigger state, more more state control. And I know people disagree with me and I've got people as friends who consider themselves uh, left wing and I will just be like, OK, you're not really left wing, but sure, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll just go with it. But generally, um, if you want a bigger and bigger state, there are more and more ways to arrange it. Yeah. So there's just more and more sort of versions of tyranny. Yeah. And you can just keep swapping out the uniform. Why do you think like the biggest recruiting um, group for the Nazis were the Communist Party, the biggest recruiting group for the Communist Party was the Nazis because they are exactly the same thing. They mm -hmm. want tyranny. 
and the real narrative of the Second World War was... Liberalism. Oh, yeah, the far right it, and the far it, left it, are the same thing. They're no, two. they're not far right. It's no, but I'm saying, left. yeah, but the far right and the far left want the no, same I'm, things. I'm just, they just want, I'm, they I'm, just have different ways to get there. No, I, no. Just, I just don't no, buy I, the actual far right. Yeah, if you if you, if you say left is big government and you say right is small government, which is the the tradition. I mean, even That's if you go, this. so yeah. what you're saying is that the term far right has been bastardized and inverted by people that are far left to uh, deflect or reflect from what they are and what they are doing. Yeah, I, after the Second World yeah. War, right, you've got this sort of huge, powerful narrative, yeah. right, which is, and everyone in the society understands it, which is Nazis bad. Well, yeah, and I think we okay. all agree with that. Yes. So what do you do if you're left wing and you're like, oh, shit, they could be looking at us and thinking we're bad? You You say that Nazis are right wing, so suddenly... Yeah. The extension of the right wing, if you just follow it along to its logical conclusion, is Nazis. And I don't believe that. I don't believe if people get more right wing that they turn into Nazis. I believe they turn into libertarians. Well, like, I, 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 I see libertarians on one end, communist Nazis, you know, totalitarians in any other form so you can't, you, on the uh, other end. I think Will's got a good point here because you can't believe in small government and communism. Well, no, of course you can't. Right. So, but if if you believe in small gov government, you can't really well, be. Well, let me. Really let, be a Nazi. But we could go a bit deeper than that if because you, believe you, in, you can believe in small government and communism because communism uh, implies really uh, real communism that they say has never been done, never been yeah. tried, would not involve government oversight. But the communism that you do get involves big state in order mm. to enforce it right. and fucking gulags if yeah. you don't go along with it. Yeah, well, uh, any communism that we've seen in practice <laughs> has involved big government. Yeah, yeah, of course well, it does. Communism relies on taking just the interests of this ruling elite and imposing it on every everyone else. The whole idea is people are treated as collective rather than individuals. Yes, they need, they need control of the means <laughs> of production. Yeah, and and talking about this political spectrum, right? My political spectrum goes from here to here, right? Yeah, and. This whole sort of Nazi to communist political spectrum is going from here to here, right? Mm -hmm. That is their political their political spectrum is just a point, right? Because mm -hmm. why would you set up two things that are basically the exact same thing as your two ends of the spectrum? You but know, this is, this I, is what I, I mean. Like what we see as far right and what we see as far left currently, are, they want the same thing, and they just they just want different ways of getting to it. So no, no, actually. I, I'm I'm with well on this. They are the same thing. Yes, well, but but you say that, but and, what, and, but, and let, let, let me give you let me give you the example. Okay, no, I can approach it because let me give you the example of racial segregation, right? And this is why I say they want different ways of approaching it. So what we see is what well, what we are defined to us as far right want ethno states want to uh, eject people of different races, no matter what, right, to create racial segregation. But then what we see on college campuses, for example, with the far left, is we see willing racial segregation in this is the people of color space where no whites allowed. Um, and it's it's still the same thing, but it's just different means of getting there. One dresses it up as all nice and one dresses it up as 
not very nice at all. But the goal well, is no, the I, same. I think both of them are sort of aiming at dressing it up as 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 nice. I just think there's a prevailing um, narrative in our society that sort of pitches one as nice and the other as it is as nasty. Yeah, but really, but it is nasty, nasty on both. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and frankly, they are like I've got to say, they are essentially the same thing. So why would you go from one thing? to another thing that's actually just completely identical right and this whole sort of fake center and whatnot no there's there's a political spectrum and it goes from freedom to tyranny and that yeah. is the political spectrum right and, and and all you've got to do is look at the last two years and look at the amount of people that are prepared to accept tyranny it's because it's concerning have, isn't it <laughs> yeah they have loved being told exactly what to do we have to stand when to put your mask on, when to queue, they've loved it. I think there's something to be said about um, the evolution of the human race with regards to this. So, Because I think when we lived in tribal societies, not everyone could necessarily be the leader. Yeah. So yeah. I think as humans, we have evolved to appreciate hierarchy. And that is a problem because all of the progress in society comes from uh, appreciating a meritoc merit mer meritocratic hierarchy yeah. yeah so a non-enforced hierarchy but generally as as humans most of our uh, fellow species um tend to uh tend to support tyranny and most well, it, it, I, well I, I, I don't know if it's that they support tyranny more than 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 they slash we are programmed to just accept our places to do as we're told um, but they choose. Well, they well choose, yeah, they choose to accept it, and they have a they have a choice about it. And the, the choice comes when you know you get that sort of nagging voice in the back of your head: "Am I doing the right thing?" Yeah, and you assess whether you're doing the right thing, whether you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, they just don't do that. They don't think critically. They don't think. Oh, have do I you got know this what? Right? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, there was an elderly <laughs> gentleman. So when we were, it was one of the Monday protests, okay, uh, outside Downing Street, and an elderly gentleman came up to me, uh, and he said this genuinely on a walking stick. He said, "I watched so many of your videos when you were going around the test centres and things like that." And he said, "And if it wasn't for those videos, I'd have killed myself." He said that too much while I was on a live stream. And that right there was the moment I knew I'm doing the right thing here. Look at, I'm doing look the right Adam, thing. Look what Adam said we are conditioned at an early age. Yeah, and yes, we are because if you look at if you look at schools, well, yeah, you have to be regimented, yeah. wear your uniform, no, but, do as but, you're told. Right, but but schools schools came about during the Industrial Revolution, right? Because what happened during the Industrial Revolution is we had so many people working in factories. So we had to prepare the kids to get used to that, so they mm. could sit at their own desk in their own in their uniform, and they would turn up at a certain time, and they would listen to people, and they would do their work, and then they would go home. So all school does is condition you for working in a factory. Yeah, and if you think about it, schools as they were originally conceived and built looked like the factories that their parents worked in. That That is true. I mean, there have been schools throughout history, but what has been the general rule throughout history is that people educate their own children. Yeah. Or yeah. they choose someone that they trust mm -hmm. to educate their children. So their best friend or their, their cousin or their uncle or their aunt or their brother or their sister 
someone that they trust, someone that they know to educate their children. And as you know, I used to be a teaching assistant, and it's it is essentially like. Um, I mean, you also used farming. to be a Tory councillor. <laughs> don't worry, um, we don't hold people's past against him, Mr. Firearms Officer over there. I left. <laughs> I, 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 I quit in uh, 2019. Uh, I refused to vote for Boris Johnson in yeah. the leadership election because I was like, this this guy, I'm getting all the wrong signals from him. And before that, I thought he seemed, uh, I thought he seemed like. Like all right, like as he, he was one of a few people who was um came out for Brexit. People liked him as the mayor. He was fine saying edgy things and challenging the cultural narrative. And then it was just like in 2019 when, and this is what his his uh, ex girlfriend Jennifer R. Curie says. Mm-hmm. There was just like some sort of switch, right? It was like in 2019, he completely just went straight, completely within the box, right? And it's it's interesting. It's like, what did he have to do in order to win that leadership election? What deals did he have to strike with certain different factions, different groups, different interests in order to gain power? Yeah, I think that's a question that we need to ask. (laughs) I watched Lego Batman the other night. Oh, such a good film. No, 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 it wasn't Lego Batman, sorry. I watched Team America World Police. Finally! He's only just watched it for the first time. Yeah. But, but, do you remember what the actor had to do to, yes. prove, his, to prove his worth to, to the team? Yes, he had to get on his knees and suck the cock of the team leader. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> are you imagining? Are you imagining that's what Alexander had to do? <laughs> well, let's face it. David Hold on. Cameron fucked a pig. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I think John, I did not got... suck any cocks, okay, John? I did not suck any cocks. There were no cocks for my leadership. But but we know you fucked. No, 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 you can't do and do that impression. I Boris cannot is... have that. Boris is impossible. You must lock him up in Belmarsh. Like Assange. He was saying incredibly inconvenient things for the uh people who uh, uh, help me out, you know, every now and then. That's quite good that. I hope the, the I like that. that you've brought with us. I think having... I'm going to send you the wig. I hope the audience... uh, you know that that wig is a a, a bit uh, grey for me. You know, I I, I love my beautiful blonde. So locks. the reason that wig is grey is because we did a skit uh, a few months ago uh, where I was Boris in a bunker, 25 years later, uh, saying it's just two more weeks to flatten the curve, guys. Just two, just two more weeks, two I promise. And the curve will be. Flattened. I hope you're right. In fact, it shall be concave. It shall not be convex. People shall have inverse COVID. I love I it. Hope minimus, as we used to say at university. Oh wait, that would mean that uh, we knew about it beforehand. No, uh, I I scratched that. We definitely did not know about any of this beforehand. I think John just said, "I hope your audience are used to profanity because we do swear on this show quite a bit." Oh yeah, I mean, I I try not to swear too much, but I knew I was coming on here, so the bar is quite low. Oh, I mean, oh, oh yeah, yeah, abs- our absolutely. Bar, our bar doesn't exist. There is no bar here. There's no bar at well, all. I, I hope there's a bar so we can have a few drinks. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't. I so I'm not I'm not able to drink alcohol because of all the medication I'm on. Right. So you're already tripping. No, oh, I I I took 
tramadol, codeine, nefapam, muscle relaxants, and the proxim before the show. I'm all good, right? I'm I'm all good. So <laughs> I haven't got any alcohol to do. He 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 usually gets drunk throughout the course of the show. So he's... I, I get bullied for uh, being sober uh, because I I do drink and people know that I drink mead. And um, I know we've, we've had substantially. Le- I know we've got our four bottles left for display purposes, but we, we we've had substantially less mead since they uh, yeeted us from PayPal. Um, yes, do do tell us that. about that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I was going to talk about getting bullied, uh, but fine, I shall talk about PayPal. Yes, it was just well, the mob. Well, getting mob. bullied, but this, I think that talking about PayPal will lead into, well, it's, it forms a part of you getting bullied, because what they have successfully done to you, they've tried to do to me. And so I think it's just a matter of time, to be honest. So, so, so do tell. It, it, well, it is a matter of time. I mean, look at, look at what they've done to our team. They've, um... They've kicked RT off the television. They've kicked it off of YouTube. They're uh, putting, slapping all sort of um, notices on it on Facebook and whatnot, I think. Yeah. And um, uh, that's a problem because they were the biggest, um, the biggest uh, news channel on YouTube. Literally the biggest. So the biggest news channel on YouTube is now gone. And this is why I think people need to move over to Odyssey. Like, I'm not yeah. sure. What's your main platform? Then? Well, live now it's Twitch. Uh, we 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 like, but but the thing is, um, which because we we lost thousands off of YouTube, we're now trying to rebuild completely from scratch. And so we are just we are hedging our bets between all of the platforms. Um, uh, and Odyssey is good. Uh, I cannot buy library coins to save my life. I've tried to buy them over and over again, but the the portal just seems well, to we, never work. We've 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 done our uh, boosting up your channel. We yeah, that's how we're live about, right now. Yeah, I mean we're boosting up about twelve different channels at the moment, and yeah. we've put about two hundred and fifty LBC into nearly all of them. I think we've got a thousand LBC in Newsfest. Yeah, to help Chris. And um, you know what? That's yeah, that's you know, that's that's the sort of things that we do for each other. We we give each other a leg up and support in any way that we can. You're doing that for us, and I fed you about 700 cigarettes throughout the course of last year, so it evens itself out. I mean, it it, it does. I mean, <laughs> look, I think it's important that people are able to stream on Odyssey. You only need 50 LBC, and I know that's a lot starting out, but. But I can't um, buy them. I just keep trying to, and I well, you've can't. Well, you the SEC case at the moment. So the SEC case is what has essentially stopped people from being able to buy them. So you've got to get them through using it and watching it and getting them donated to you. Yeah. So any of the people who are watching on um, Odyssey right now, if you want to chuck a couple of coins in, if you just click the support button, and any of you people watching on Twitch, look, at the end of the day, all of the centralized platforms are not safe. No, yeah. but I will say no, this no, about no, Twitch. Truly safe, but odyssey works on the library protocol which is peer-to-peer sharing like what do you want do you want to just go to another person right who has a big centralized website yeah what they do they bring everyone in they round up all the sheep and then once you're in there you're sort of in the pen right and you've made all of this investment into the Mm -hmm. platform then they'll go oh do you know what actually uh you've got to do this you've got to do this you've got to do this and you go oh well i don't want to do that Oh, well, why don't you just go and fuck off and start from scratch all over again? Yeah. That's what you're going to get. Like, at least on library, you actually own your identity, right? Yeah. It's it's somewhere that you can 
be safe. Okay, or at least as safe as you can get. And even if Odyssey, which is just basically a skin to the library protocol, that's yeah, that's basically what it is. It's just the it's just the skin to make it look better. Okay, make it accessible to everyone coming in from YouTube, right? Library is the tech nerds, Odyssey's like the marketing people and getting everything all fancy. Now I, I think even if they did get corrupt, then you can just reskin it yourself. Yeah, and you, you, know, you know what? You have to be a tech nerd to reskin it. You can copy and paste it because it's open source. You can copy the code, paste the code, and make your own Odyssey. There's yeah. even people who have done this. They have made their own version of Odyssey just as an experiment to see, oh, yeah, well, you can theoretically do this. Let's do it. Can you imagine if YouTube, we all got fed up with YouTube, we could go into YouTube's code, copy it, paste it, have our own website, right? We're not hosting any of the videos because it's all on the peer-to-peer alphabet servers, let's say, yeah. right? And we just bring in all the videos. Suddenly, people could just leave YouTube. They could just switch straight over. And that's what library gives you the power to. They are basically, like, they've put themselves in some weird bondage situation where they cannot fuck you over. It's very difficult for them to fuck you over. And you know so what? I, I, I'm getting with... used to the platform. Um, I, I I really am enjoying the platform. It's a shame that I can't buy any credits because I would buy more to to boost content up and stuff like that. But uh, but but other than that, I I really am enjoying the platform. I I I know what you're saying about centralized platforms, but I like Rumble. I like Rumble for just the ease of use. Um, but it worries me that if we put our eggs in the Rumble basket, and we kind of are in some respects but if we put if we put all our eggs and and we expand and we we invest like you say we build out further and we grow on that platform and then all of a sudden because i believe they're going public soon they're floating on the stock market uh, yeah. the investors then the, then the investors blackrock yeah blackrock blackrock owns seven percent of all the big businesses yeah seven percent of apple seven percent of uh, microsoft seven percent of it's not maybe it's not exactly seven percent but it's most of the big businesses in every single industry seven percent of uh alphabet youtube right seven percent of basically every business that you know the name of yeah. is owned by blackrock and what do they do they use that seven percent and they go oh it's just a teeny tiny seven percent most people who buy in never vote and so, yeah and also seven percent usually makes vote. you the biggest shareholder in yeah. My, yeah, it usually does. It usually makes you the biggest fucking shareholder. Mr. Yeah, if, if you're if you're the you know the top top of the top of the rung in the situation, you're the biggest shareholder. And when you have so much influence over lots of other companies, what you say can often go. You mm-hmm. have so much influence, you can just make whatever you want happen, or you can heavily influence. It. Yeah, of course. So if you win nine times out of ten, you're still winning, aren't you? And that's what BlackRock do. That's what these shady, shady companies and it's do. A, yeah, but you this worries me. Rainbow flags popped up. Yeah. They all popped up around the same time. And that was when the CEO of BlackRock sent a letter to the directors of the big companies that they own saying, we want you to focus on your uh, social, environmental, and government um, ratings, which means you have to push the communist agenda and if you don't push this agenda, then you know we'll we m- we might have to do something about it. Yeah. What does that mean? That that means any director who says no, uh, not only could get fired for it because they're the main shareholder, but 
they wouldn't necessarily be able to get a job at any other company because BlackRock owns the rest of the companies. So good luck. Like you've got these people completely snookered. Even if you've got the director of a company and they don't want to do this, they don't want to put up all of these communist flags all over the place. And let's be honest, they, they are communist flags and they're getting worse and worse. Yeah, because, uh, I, I, do you know what? I, I would agree with that statement. I don't think that's an inflammatory statement at all. I think that's a, that's a, that's a true statement because as as a libertarian as as a true liberal i i i fully i don't have to 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 show flags to say i support people for their sexuality i just support people for their sexuality it doesn't bother me uh who who people want to sleep with but this this incessant push for a symbol something to get behind you must follow this orthodox uh you must think in these specific sort of brackets you can't think outside of them do as you say uh sorry do as we say or you're evil it it, it is communism it is um and well I've... technically you might even call it fascism because you might say oh it's just through all but are they two sides are they just two sides of the same coin at this point yes yes yeah and this is this is this is this was the sort of point that i was making at the start but uh, I mean, when did sexuality become a political ideology? Well, this is this is day, it's true. Like we're just sitting here as liberals, being like, we don't care, we don't Oof. care. You have freedom to do whatever the yeah. fuck you like. And it's great. Just, um, try not to hurt anyone else, and it's all cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we we just don't care. But you've got these people who are aggressively pushing these sort of identitarian, uh, you know. And they are just, it's, it's neo-communism. You've got this sort of, um, you, in the past, you had uh, the working class. The working class was going to be the avenue for the left to take over and put them in the positions of power where they could go around and carry mm. out all of their sick, you know, holocausts and whatnot. Yeah. Now, they've realized, actually, the working class isn't going isn't gonna to vote for communism. No, the working class, uh, re- we've got our heads switched on. I think that, you know, what is it? Uh, Hope is with the proles or something like that in Orwell's 1984, because, you know, it's the middle and upper classes who get involved in all of this, you know, zealotry, whereas the working classes tend to be more just ambivalent. The working classes are too busy to focus on it. They're too busy to notice or give a shit. Yeah. And that's that's why you've got this hope with the working class. The problem is the working class don't have enough power to... um, contrast the influences of the upper um, well middle class. well let me and, let me let me counter that let me counter that for a minute because yes the working classes do have that power it's just we don't realize it in great enough numbers to utilize it well well do they do, do, does the working class really because think about it like this right we've got a um defunct political system right so the defunct political system is first past the post all yeah. it does is favor the incumbents. Now, in the past, you used to have a situation of localism. So you used to have local uh, con- local constituencies and they'd be based around towns and they'd each have their own distinct identity. Yeah, We've lost that. That has been lost. Wherever you go in Britain, you will get maybe a bit more of a regional flair. But in terms of local identity, they are being wiped out en masse. And this is not attacking anyone's local identity. It's just to say your local identity is disappearing and its influence is just slipping away. And that's that's the fact. It's all on a national level now. 
And this is why you've got parties like UKIP or the Green Party or the Brexit Party, which are getting huge amount of votes, millions of votes, and no seats. Yeah. So yeah. if you can't combat it, John, are you playing with your settings? No. Sorry. We're, we're getting we're getting a ghost in the system. I'm hearing yeah, a. That's you, John. Um, you that's get? better. That's better. No, it's not. There is a uh, there is there is an echo on the system. Yeah, John, do you want to make sure that you've not got your speakers on? I don't have speakers. Well, we're getting feedback. Hmm. I've double. I've double. Bloody double. boomers. Um, oh, I don't know what's going on there. Because I've got no monitors on, so it's not me. Oh, I can, I can see that it's um, John. His uh, audio keeps lighting up. You see the little circle. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is, yeah. Sorry about this, folks. We are, uh, It wouldn't be a Chasing Descent show without technical difficulties, to be fair. Carry on. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we speak and then it, it, it echoes up in your corner. What is so, going on there? Maybe drop out and come back in. Come back in. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. All right, cool. Hold up. Hold up. See. So what we what we had yeah. um, was the uh, <clears throat> the the left wanted to use the working class in order to seize power. Yeah. But then they realized that the working class were too working class to actually go and seize power for them. They were too wedded to their concept of a nation. So they've been working quite hard to destroy the concept of a nation, to destroy what it is to be English. And they've realized that rather than having this majority, this majority of the working class, they can have a radicalized minority. Yeah, and what and they did splitting was... Up, splitting up the nation into different segments. So they go, okay... All of the uh, black people in one camp, you need to hate the government or you need to hate the, the, the country, the nation, actually, not the government. Yeah. You need to hate the country because they want to wipe you out and genocide you. And our next door neighbor, right, she was told by people uh, coming over here that all of the white people uh, hated her and wanted to oppress her. What? Like That's our next door neighbor. And she's absolutely lovely. Like my nan signed her... Um, uh, my nan signed so she could become a British citizen. So oh, my brilliant. nan sponsored her to become a British citizen. Like she's really lovely. Like she's, uh, I, I, and and it's it's that it's that prevalence that narrative. They're deliberately saying, telling people that they're going to get genocided. Why? In order to control them. Well, how evil and manipulative is that? Well, how evil say, and manipulative are people that go on TV and say that this is a racist country? Uh, you know, it is evil. Well, it is I manipulative. Do, you know, I, I, I do think there is racism in this country. Yeah, but, but I, I agree. Not, I agree, it's, it's, but it's not a racist not, country. But, it, well, I don't think the racism is against uh, black people. Oh, I, I, well, well. I think clearly, clearly most of the racism in this country... And if you want to look at the racism that's, you know, pushed by government, it's just anti-white. Like, they want to attack the Yeah, white but you're not people. allowed to talk about that. Do you know what? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. What do you mean I'm not allowed to no, talk no, no, about no, no, it? No, 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 no. I'm an Englishman. I'm an Englishman. Let me, let me give you an example. But let me give you an example, right? So I had a, an old friend. I won't name him, but I had an old friend. And I, I went da down this road as well. Uh, I was speaking about this. It was only a few weeks ago, actually. 
and he just started commenting on my thing saying you can't be racist to white people and i'm and this is a white guy right and he said he's telling me you you cannot say this you cannot be racist to white people and i'm like is is white not a race then is 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 white not a, of course you can anybody can be racist and anybody can be the victim of racism racism I mean, people people can even be racist against their own race it's just a bit more unlikely well, no. you mean uh, like uh, or Antifa members who are generally white and middle class and scream about how much fucking white people are evil? Well, yeah, people people can have this sort of self hatred, and this is generally what happens. You get a lot of these, a lot of people who have been brought up with this whole thing of oh, all of these black people are oppressed, and it, oh, it's because of us, and we are the oppressors, and we need to feel guilty. I'm not fucking and oppressing get- anyone, will. Yeah, well, they, they get into this whole narrative of, oh, we are the oppressors, we're hurting all of these people. And, um, well, no, you need to focus on yourself and what you are doing. Maybe talk about your country and what you're doing as a national identity. Like, that's part of your identity, you're part of your culture, I guess, if you if you did have that. Yeah. But still, you shouldn't be categorizing people just by the color of their skin. Like, I agree. That is the most, it's the most racist thing possible. Well, to absolutely. Just and this is why I call the woke like... the most racist, sexist, bigoted people that you could possibly come across. That's what I call them, because that is generally what they are. They are extremely racist. I mean, they look at you, right? They look at you, Will, and they say, you're a victim. They say you 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 I, should. I, I actually I am a victim, but yes. not for the color of my skin. Yeah, but that's... even though even though I have been profiled by the Met Police and they have officially labelled me as as black. Right? Yeah. Well, was that an IC free male? Is it? Yeah, uh, I've I've got it says it says black, uh, just here. Yep. There's black just here. That's not the issue. The issue is they fucking assaulted me and beat the crap out of me. The issue isn't that they put like a different thing on a piece of paper. I love the fact you framed it. Attack white person after white person after brown person after fucking yellow person. Like that is not the issue. No. And all they seem to care about is people of a certain skin color, right? And then they want to ignore that, like. Generally, I find in my experience, if I'm around a group of like all all black people, I'll tend to find more racism. Yeah, I, I, well, the, because well, I get I get this like I get this pass. Like people see me and they go, "Oh, well, it, it's like this weird sort of one drop policy." They're like, "Okay, well, this guy like he's he's half black, so therefore we can hate on white people around him." And I'm like, "Look, firstly, even even if I were fully black, why would it be okay to hate on white people around me, right?" And secondly, why why would you why would you even do that? Like what and why why do you I don't think understand that racism at all. Race isn't going to notice anyway. No. Right? It's it's just it's 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 wrong and you get people who sort of have this sort of anti-white ethos and it's it's created deliberately in order to create division in our society. Our society they're trying to divide it. They're trying to say Oh, absolutely. Okay, divide all, and all conquer. It's classic. All of the, the the all of the queers like oh if you're a different sexuality then everyone wants to come and kill you what a load of nonsense yeah absolute what a load, load of, nonsense. of nonsense I meet these people because I don't know where they are I don't know where these people are I don't know where these people are who are planning all of this genocide the only racism that or, or, or any real bigotry I see is coming from the government by creating these protected groups and all of this racialized thinking 
classing people not as individuals not oh this is ian no no this is this is ian who's a homosexual this is a homosexual man don't it's care not ian. No, what, sorry can you just give this person a fucking identity yeah right they have a name how about we respect them enough to call them by their name rather than just being oh homosexual man what the hell what the hell? Why would you treat people like that? Well, it's like it's, it's, the, it's the box ticking exercises, isn't it? Now, for like for hiring practices, for example, they have to hire an X amount of black people, an X amount of gay people, an X amount of trans people. What do these things matter in their ability to do the job? Well, it's yeah. just bigotry. It's just bigotry, and it's state-sanctioned bigotry. Yeah. Because they even put in the Equalities Act, and we know the Equalities Act isn't worth the paper it's written on. No, it's not. Because if they oh, well, you've got this protected, this protected, this protected, and what happens? Do they enforce that? No, they don't. The BBC outsources to companies, which uh, outsources hiring or staffing to companies, which go and specifically select people because of the skin colour. And not yeah. because, oh, they're doing a, like an, an Edwardian documentary. I mean, you've like, seen okay, the, you've seen the no whites allowed job advertisements, essentially, from the BBC, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's it boggles my mind. Okay, now if you, if you hire, you know, if you, if you took a bunch of people through interview, you might find that the black guy is the best guy for the job. But at, at the end of the day, if you're if you're discriminating, and I mean, Joe, I really fucking hate the term positive discrimination. Positive discrimination. How Don't can you it. positively fucking discriminate against anyone? How? It, I, I, I make it a thing not to use their terms. Like this whole thing with this anti-vax, I just refuse to use it yeah. because it's, it's it's clearly a politically loaded term and it's false. You know? Yeah. Like you've got people like me who are not anti-vaccine. I'm not right? anti-vaccine. This... Never been anti-vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. Um, but I bet, I, I, I bet, I bet there are some people. But I bet articles. I bet articles in the newspapers have called you anti-vaccine. Yeah, but how how do they know? Like, the, and the thing is, even if they maybe listen to some of my comments on live stream, then they would know that I'm not anti-vaxxer. Well, this is the same like, with me. Do you know? I've been I've been fucking demonised as an anti-vaxxer, and this is the reason that the mob came for me and took my you know nearly fifteen thousand followers account down because I'm apparently an anti-vaxxer, an anti-vaxxer who shot up full of fucking every vaccine going except this specific one except this specific one and you know i've always made the case with these vaccines that in five to ten years time if the medium to long-term safety profiles are good you made a mistake why like uh, calling them vaccines oh yes uh, these think... gene therapies yes yeah and at the end of the day like this is the thing i just refuse to call what is not a vaccine a vaccine like a, a vaccine is like a, a dead weekend and i mean a, now uh, even pfizer and moderna some form of inert virus okay What's being put into people is not a vaccine, full stop. No. Okay? It is gene therapy. It goes in and it uses the this mRNA, so synthetic mRNA, in order to trigger a response within your cells. Yeah. Right? And I know they say, oh, well, it's similar. I'm like, do you know? And they go, oh, well, it can, it can help with, you know, whether you catch it. It can help with, uh, because they say, oh, well, it will help with not catching it. It will help with not passing it on. It will help yeah, but you deal with it. Still, you know what helps you... With all of those, vitamin D. Are we going to start calling vitamin D a vaccine? You know, when I take a vitamin D pill, am I taking a vaccine? Like, if we're going to throw science out the window, why don't we call everything that helps your health? A vaccine. To be fair, because... to be fair, vitamin D is actually more like a hormone than a vitamin. 
I'll I tell mean, you what, John here, he just fucking sings the praises of vitamin D all the time. And yeah. actually, what was it, about six weeks ago, about six weeks ago, I woke up with with a stinking cold, right? And he goes to me, oh, take about fucking 20,000 UI of vitamin D. And so I did. Fucking 20,000 <laughs> UI of vitamin D. Gave myself a massive overdose. Six hours later, I was fucking right as rain. I tell you, I was really? right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave Whoa, myself, I uh, gave myself a uh, massive, and then I came and did a show, right as rain. You yeah. OD'd on vitamin D. Yeah. You can't really OD on vitamin D. I mean, they well, they say you shouldn't take more than ten thousand IU, but there has, I think, there's only been one. Well, well I have to uh, let me let me give a disclaimer as we're live on five platforms. We're not doctors, we're not scientists, and we're not giving you medical advice. But this is what I did. This was my experience. John was just like, yeah, oh, give yourself a massive overdose. Why a vitamin D? So do you know what I said? The man owns a gym, by the way, so he knows a bit about healthcare. Yeah, I know it doesn't look like it, does it? But he he owns a gym. And so, so, so I, I said, oh. all, "All right, I'll listen to you." And literally six hours later, I was right as fucking rain. I was on this show. We were having a laugh, uh, and and I was fine. But I'm not saying that will happen for everyone. But what I am saying is, it definitely helped. It definitely helped. And um, well, it it helps for you, and it's important that people are able to question things. Well, but exactly. It, it, talking about these terms, like you've got terms like. Um, Islamophobia, and I, I remember when I was. A How kid, can you right? be phobic of an of a, of a book of an ideology? Well, I do believe that if someone just went ah, and they 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 had a fight or fight. Uh, okay, response, let me like, let, they, they let saw, me rephrase if, if that someone, question. If someone saw either a Quran or a, a a Muslim or someone praying, yeah, and then they ran to immediately attack them. Or yeah. ran in the opposite direction. That is a phobia. A phobia is fight or flight. Yeah, but so that's not racism. About yeah, but you're yeah, you're talking about someone who walks down the street, sees someone right practicing some sort of ideology, yeah, and then physically attacks them or turns around and runs away. That's what a phobia is. But these people aren't using scientific terms; they're just using what they can push as a buzzword. And I remember as a kid, right, because I've I've, I've lived in London basically my entire life. Um, I remember there was a bus. You poor, poor and, man. Um, Richard Dawkins, like he put on the side of the bus, there probably is no God. And that bus used to go around London. <laughs> and, like, or, like, and there were loads of them. Like they, they did this big advertising campaign for like secularism and everything like that. Yeah. And we have gone backwards as a society where people can't criticize religions or people who practice those religions for practicing them. Not, oh, you are inherently evil. It's just like, look, I think if you're following this ideology, then that's bad. Just like, I'll turn around to a communist and say, look, if you're following communism, then I believe that that's bad. Yeah. Right? If you're going around and you're taking things from people, right, or if you're a fascist and you're like literally going around exterminating people, then you are a bad person for that in your ideology. And this this whole privilege this whole privilege that this religious privilege that people have they go oh well you know th- this person has a religious exemption i'm like okay so i've got an ideology which is not religious but it's my ideology as much as they have their ideology 
can I have equality before the law? Oh no, yeah. I can't. Have that. Oh no, because we, we don't recognise. We don't recognise you as you. We don't recognise your ethos and your ideology as one of our recognised protected classes, William. Well, it's not state sanctioned. See, if you're state sanctioned, you're part of the special boy group. Then yeah, you get all of the privileges, and it, we just need to move back to a society where everyone can just sort of turn around and be like, hey, this is my ide- ideology. Why don't you come and become a Sikh? And then someone goes, no, I don't like that ideology, and it's cool. Well, I'm just going to... So, yes, yes, I agree with what you say, and I'm going to tie what I'm about to say here into the idea, into um, something we are doing behind the scenes uh, that we shall not talk about, but uh, rather than rather than sort of... I don't know. What we need to do is we need to take it. So... If we want equality under the law, for example, we take it. We don't ask for it. We don't ask permission. We take it. Because enough has well, to be enough. Well, this this is... see, Yes, we do need to bring legal challenges. But I think, you know, going back to the whole thing of um, avoid... Like, having the majority in the country. I think one of the problems is um, you've got the political route and then you've got the violent route. And you don't really have very much in between because you've got this broken system. Well, I've, I guess that practice. we and our ethos do sit in that middle ground because we want to take it back. But, uh, you know, the last thing, we don't want to do it politically. We don't want to do it violently. Essentially, uh, what what me, what John, what other people, I don't know about you, Will, but essentially what we want is to be left the fuck alone, to just live the, live life as we please. Uh, as long as we're not harming anybody else, Leave us the fuck alone. Let us, let us just live as we want. Well, I think one of the most powerful things that you have at the moment is the media because we're in an information war. Yeah. And I think that if you, if you fight for people to be able to speak freely... And we, we do. We all do here. And this is the reason they attack us, is you are fighting to essentially have people reason and then people... I, I do believe people will generally come to a consensus. If you have free speech... If you have competition, then people will eventually come to the to to what is correct. They will find the truth because they'll go out and say, "Hey, this is my idea. I believe A." Someone will come along and say, "I believe B," and here's how you're wrong. Then, person who believes A will eventually go, "Oh, do you know what? Actually, I've got a couple of problems with my argument," or they might be humiliated because they can't, you know, voice their argument. And people will change their minds, and it's fighting for people to be able. To we've always their minds. said, we've always said that you, you, you know our stance on the last two years, for example, is uh, we, we, we. Well, I'll tell you our stance. We believe there was or is a respiratory virus going about. Uh, we've read enough sources and government data and data from places like Stanford and other places to to suggest that it had basically. For the whole time, the IFR of a bad seasonal influenza, um, it was it was never any worse. We listened to people like John Ioannidis, uh, who who came out with this conclusion right at the very beginning. We had the case studies of things like the Diamond Princess. So our stance was this: it was, yeah, you know, if you're a bit vulnerable, like I am, for example, right? If you're a bit vulnerable, take some extra precautions. Treat it like, you know, do you remember when we used to, uh, uh, this was just about two or three years ago and every winter before that, when something was going around, we'd go, oh, bad bug going about, look after yourself. And that would be about it. 
that's that's where we were with this is my stance and we should never have taken anybody's freedoms we should have let people make their own decisions as to whether or not they wanted to be protected because people like me for example we were we were scapegoated we were absolutely scapegoated people spoke for us they said we've got to protect the poor disabled people we've got to protect the vulnerable people and you know what the second i spoke up and said please don't speak for me they shut down my gofundme yeah, they, they attack you. They want me this in is, my place. This, this, this comes back to the whole thing that, you know, freedom and personal responsibility, freedom and responsibility are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So if you want freedom, then you have to take responsibility. Absolutely. There's no one coming to save you. Oh, that's, 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 that exact that's, phrase is something we have uttered again and again. No one is coming to save you. Nobody. And, and But people like to think that there's a safety blanket. People yeah. like to think that, you know, there's this uh, God that's going to protect them and that's why a lot of people go for the state because they don't have this you know this this god okay this yahweh figure because a lot of um most people in our society have given up on yahweh do you know what a milgram experiment is problem it's been a problem right i'm not advocating for christianity like you know i oppose christianity like i oppose all religion but at least when you had yahweh um, people were people had this when okay well whatever happens in my life at the end of it everything is going to get sorted out now people are want this god that's present in their life right now who can do everything for them and can protect them and whatnot and they are basically putting all of this religious fervor into the state and yep. that is fucking dangerous because people aren't investing in their own lives they're not trying to make their own lives meaningful meaningful they're giving up on it. They're giving up on their own lives and they're just focusing on this narrative. You know, no one could actually keep up with all of the diktats that were going on over the past two years. Like the police couldn't even keep up with the diktats and they literally have people who are yeah, hired Do you know I think this was by design? I've always said this, right? Um, fear and confusion are the two best tools to keep people malleable. People, people control, well, controllable, malleable, whatever you want to say. And... I think that they used the two in tandem so, so fucking well. And I think the best example of this was the tier system. And so they changed the rules for different places and they put people in different tiers and they made them have different rules. So everybody didn't know what the fuck their quote unquote rules were. So eventually... And people had to keep watching. People well, had to keep watching. The mainstream media... Yeah is the modern day equivalent of the church on sunday but it's more dangerous do you know what i'll give you i'll give you an example of that my grandmother she's 76 years well she's about to be 77 and we finally snapped her out of it but it took a while and uh she would sneak around during the first lockdown she'd sneak around our house to see the kids but every day at 6 p.m can you put the bbc news on please can you please put the bbc news on i need to see the numbers i need to see the figures and i said why why do you need to see these things? They don't concern us. They don't concern you. And also, for the most part, Nan, dying for any reason within 28 days of a positive test is not dying of that thing. Oh, yeah, but I just it's need... communion. Yeah. It's communion. It's religious communion. They feel that they are cut off from their God yeah. if they don't connect with the mainstream media. Vaughn in it's our chat media. here says, uh, I think that's bang on. The media is the church, the cathedral. It is. And all this is, is, the, you know, the reinstatement of the Catholic Church, because the beautiful thing about the Reformation, and like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not religious, but the beautiful thing about the Reformation was everyone got to read the Bible in their own language. Everyone dissented once they could read the Bible in their own language. What did this mean? 
everyone just kind of agreed to disagree basically everyone just sort of went off did their own thing you know people separated and obviously there were exceptions but people left each other alone because they're like look do we want a religious war where no one's going to win and there's going to be lots of bloodshed right you did have you know wars over on the continent but eventually they ended up with liberalism and which is like you do your thing we do our thing and that has been our national spirit in this country and that's the beautiful thing about this country or the beautiful thing that you know we want to um, preserve or revive yeah which is just uh, and and that's the ethos isn't it just just leave us alone that that really is all it boils down to no step on snack leave us alone and let us do what we're going to do you can do what you're going to do and and we can we can loop back around to what you were saying earlier about criticism criticize us absolutely give constructive criticism if you think we're doing something wrong or um try and point out where we're going wrong maybe help us be better rather than bullying us and trying to destroy our lives and i mean that's one more thing i want to touch on uh, i think you you john you'd be interested in this as well the media have done nothing but try to destroy this man's life mainstream media yeah the mainstream media mainstream media don't don't let them you know yeah if you call them the media okay we're not the media our communist colleagues you are you are alienating us us yeah from no i apologize i apologize we need to we need to see ourselves on a level playing field. Not morally. Morally, we're far superior. Oh, we are, yeah. Just in in terms of in, in terms of rights, mm-hmm. we are on the same level playing field. Like they are not better than us in terms of the rights they have. We are not better than them. No. We are equal. Well, we're doing. I, we I would say we're doing the same thing, but we're doing it better. I would say it's like even these interviews for example right what we're doing here now we are live with a completely uncensored uncut conversation people can hear our perspective people are hearing it live they can comment they can talk to us someone like the bbc will interview someone chop and change it put different answers to different questions make sure it's censored cut down and put out what they want i'll never do that i want people to be able to speak freely for as long as they want and say what they want i don't have to agree with them i don't have to agree with them they don't have to agree with me we can have a debate but i would like people to see what someone is like what their thoughts are in real time and without any editing well, I, this is this is the beauty of live streams. Like we don't always live stream, but we do live stream quite a lot, and it just means that if we were faking it, then you could see. Yeah. Like it's how how could we hide it? So you can go through all of our live streams. All our live streams are on Rumble. Um, you know, uh, that's where we we've, we've used as our live stream archive before we started doing everything on Odyssey. That's because um, it, the, the YouTube just it grabs straight from youtube doesn't it and pulls over uh yeah odyssey grabs straight from youtube rumble doesn't so what we've done is obviously you can't necessarily leave everything on youtube no that that's really annoying as well like we were doing that to live streams we just had to pull them immediately yeah when you finish so rumble is our live stream archive we've got all of our live streams on there um and so or just about and anyone can go on and just watch our old live streams if they want to see what actually happened. They'll go, and, and most of the times we do a video, we put, oh, here's the live stream of of that day. Yeah. And I mean, not many people want to go and watch the whole live stream. That's why we do clipped videos because people want to see, you know, the, these little best bits and everything. 
but I, I, I think... used to do that but i just because we're trying to we're we're now trying to regrow the brand from complete scratch you know i just don't have the time for video editing and stuff like that there are two of us now which is and and john i, I tell you what this man is a fucking godsend you should see he's just started a new youtube channel that he owns and under youtube's terms of service i'm now his reporter who reports for him every now and again and under youtube's terms of service that's absolutely fine right um but but it's just you should see some of the videos this guy's putting out they are fucking brilliant so if you're on youtube chasing descent john is his channel and oh, he's having a right laugh and i'm having a right laugh along with him they're not big either they're nice and short yeah they're, they're nice I, and short the, four to five the minutes they are, the more views you get but um but but going back to the so now we've now we've we've clarified the mainstream media explain what they have done to you recently well they've they've stolen stolen from us they've stolen our footage um they seem to think they can do this with impunity they did it to fill at oracle films as well didn't they yeah that well we've we've we feel it's more you know they do have the right to use something within the context of fair use it. So yeah that's, yeah well it's fair dealing in the uk but it's basically it means exactly the same yeah um so i wouldn't say that phil's got the strongest case i wouldn't say oracle films have the strongest case with us they just took our footage and used reported that as their news yeah and they, oh, uh, here's us reviewing or commenting upon yeah. resistance gb they stole our stuff they cut out our logo and then they paste it up and they used it as their news right that's not acceptable so they have stolen and we will be taking them to court good but more there's the defamation like you know i i'm i'm gonna my life is gonna be considerably more difficult now that they've gone and done all the all of this defamation against me so we're going to be taking them to court so to is it off the back of this defamation that things like your paypal was shut down or is it is it more than more yeah what they do is they create this fake narrative and they use that to attack us so you know we now have suffered loss of income i mean it's it's, it's difficult to do what we're doing like you make no money basically you make oh well, believe money. me 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 and john uh we we, we just got our first patron uh and uh, on the chasing descent brand of 18 pound a month uh, we're, we're called grifters we're called grifters and uh for this brand we have made about a hundred quid over the last six months for this brand between us um, yeah and it's 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 an unfortunate thing right <laughs> because you think if everyone who likes your videos or watches your videos gave literally like a, a penny a month then <laughs> you would have was it let's let's say fifty thousand people or something would have watched our videos generally whilst we were on youtube yeah um and those fifty thousand gave a penny a month there'd still be 500 pounds a month and that would be enough for us to support if each person gave 10p then that would be five thousand pounds a month i mean that would be we could be like hiring a whole team yeah and i mean one of the things that's unfortunate is that people are used to their news being free and because they're used to their news being free, people just don't feel like paying for it. Well, and we've always we've always said that that our main content will always be free. It's just if people would like to support us, they are more than welcome to do so. And that's that's what we do. I mean, but one of the things that we are what one of the things we're concerned about, like we want to grow, we want to expand, yeah, we so want to we. take on more people. But it's like we literally can't do that if we can't even pay the bills for ourselves. Yeah. 
So it's it's a difficult one because like obviously we're going to keep putting out our free content, but it's just what we're able to do, especially now we've taken this hit from PayPal. And I see it with so many people, right? You know, the... It's oh, whether... believe me, it's just a matter of time, but, but they've already tried going for our PayPal. They, they shut the, down our GoFundMe. The, the mainstream media has not just like 10 times the amount of money, but like uh, something be between a thousand to 10,000 times the amount of money that we have. Oh if yeah. Not more. And that's between us all as well. More. Yeah. E even maybe like a hundred thousand times because they literally have billions coming in. Yeah. And with people like us, we're looking at like some people make like generous donations. Some people do donate uh, like a few hundred, but that's very rare. Yeah. Um. So you're talking like once every few months, someone will donate a few hundred. Like, woo, right? In terms of paying the bills, it's quite low. Um, and then you get people who like they give two pounds here, three pounds there, and that's and that's really good. But it's it's about the number. I I I think it's important to find some sort of way in order to have us the finance in order to be able to expand well what we what want we to do, do is we want to find a way to if we are going to financially expand we want to find a way to do it that doesn't rely on the audience would be that would be the goal but then at the same time at the same time we wouldn't accept a sponsorship deal for example from someone who wanted to 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 weigh in on an editorialization of anything that we do because this is the problem this is a problem it's advertisers because the advertisers have their big brands and then they don't want to advertise on certain can't. topics why because you've you got can't. in these companies like blackrock and everything yeah, saying can. oh we don't want these people pushing their narrative because the companies like this are pushing a political agenda and that's the trouble all. that you get in you cannot do a truthful news reporting program if you take advertising. I think you can because what you can do is you can stipulate your advertiser that they have absolutely can, no editorial control. You can, you can try. Look, look at look at someone like try. Computing Forever, right? Um, Dave Cullen. Would you yeah. say that Dave Cullen is I, I controlled by NordVPN or whatever VPN? No, I, I I don't. And Dave Dave Cullen was banned from YouTube so long ago. And if if uh, is he just more Odyssey and Rumble now? I I, I assume, um, and probably BitChute as well. I mean. Bitshoot is one I've never used. I just I, we don't use it. But um, but but if if he's managed to retain his sponsors like Nord uh, as well, that's really good. What what's his content? It's 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 good it's stuff. News and technology. So he talks about technology. He also talks about um just the news. He started computing forever. It's meant to be just be about computers. He was he one of the he was one of the first on the Great Reset vaccine passport agenda, and that's what got him yeeted from YouTube. It's exactly it's what got him yeeted from YouTube. And if he's he he's if he's managed to retain sponsors, like I say, that he was having over on YouTube, uh, that's really really good because. I, I I appreciated his content always because he was truthful, uh, but at the end of the day, YouTube reviewed him. They didn't like him, and if he's kept a sponsor, it's like I said: if 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 a sponsor were to ever approach us, if we if we were ever to grow to that sort of level, I would say to them: either you accept our terms, or we don't accept your sponsorship. It's as simple as that. Well, one of the things is it's also the throttling. So it's the attacking on the mainstream social media platforms. Yeah. All of the things that we discuss, the things that people are truly interested in are the things that are the topics that they're censoring. They say, okay, mm -hmm. don't don't talk about 
for example, you see all of these um, these these channels where people are talking about what they're doing with this um, alphabet agenda when they're pushing it on kids, like where they're trying to have like girls pretend to be boys and boys pretend to be girls, and they're they're like psychologically abusing children. Um, that's that's there's a fatwa against that on YouTube. You've got a fatwa against talking about anything medical, any form of medical tyranny or anything. There's a fatwa against that on YouTube. You know, and they kick off people who are doctors. And you know they talk about it as it's just a medical issue. Well, sorry, I've I've got a I've got a degree in politics. This is also a political issue. So am I the expert now? Am I should should we just like yeet all of these people because I've got a degree in it? Like at the end of the day, it's about merit and it's about trusting people to choose what they listen to. I mean, we've always we've always me and John have always told people don't trust us, don't listen to us. As in, don't don't just believe it because we're saying it. Yeah we will give you a perspective and we will tell you where to go to find the information that led us to form that perspective and it's entirely up to you whether or not you agree with us or or go your own way but what we would like to do whilst having a laugh a lot of the time is provide you with accurate honest information we would like to uh, just just help you form your own conclusion rather than telling you what to think and then with the mainstream media you are told uh, and, and do you know what i'm going to call youtube itself mainstream media now because it's it is tech, it? yeah it's, 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 it's big tech and what they're doing is they're, they're censoring all of the independent or many of the independent channels and then i think a lot of people don't realize that most of the censorship falls on the small channels yeah of course it does so there's, um, a huge, there's a huge amount of small channels right there are certain channels that got really big years ago, whether it's five years ago, 10 years ago, that become established. And because they're so big, YouTube doesn't want to kick them off. No, they, they, they're immune. They've got the loyalty, right? What they do is they attack the smaller channels like ours. And I know, sure, on YouTube, we've got, what, 70,000 or something like that. But we still don't meet their threshold. To really meet their threshold, you need sort of half a million to yeah. a million or more. Yeah. And once you once you hit that level, you are protected. You so are I have a question. Part. Do you think you will avoid your third strike? Or do you think it's coming? Uh well well, we're we're on uh, one one strike at the moment. Um but I I think at some point they're going to kick us off. Um but the thing is we're not breaching any of their terms and I never breached any of their terms of service, never. Not once. I, I didn't. And they just Right, so uh, I I had a long back and forth with a woman called Emma at the YouTube partner team, and all three of this is on all three of my strikes. I've got a chain of emails, and I said, okay, so you've said a I've I've committed medical misinformation to begin with, right? So where, what what was said, at what point in the video? I oh, know we're not going to tell you that. Just just trust us, you did it. So I said, could you provide us with some evidence, please? No, no, we don't have to do that. Just trust us, you did it, bro. Okay, so second strike. Once again, medical misinformation. So, okay, Emma, why have we been struck? What have we said? Who said it? Where's where's it been said in that video? I know we're not going to tell you that. Uh, just trust us, bro. Just just trust us, bro. You did it. Okay. Um, what did we do? Could you? And then the third strike: hate speech. Right? Hate speech in a, in a, in an interview with a hotelier about the struggles that he's been through. Okay, so I said, okay, so who, was it me or my guest that uttered this hate speech? At what point was it uttered? Furthermore, 
It's available right now on three other platforms, so anybody can see you're fucking lying. Okay. But uh, they don't care. Like it, it doesn't cost them. They understand that people like you and people like us, we um we contradict the narrative. Therefore, they want to. Um, they, they will look for any excuse. They, 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 they want to hurt us. They want to cause us pain, so it's difficult to do what we do, and they want to stop us from growing. They don't necessarily always want to kick us off the platform, but they want us to conform, and this is why they have their rules, and this is why you know people do well, they start growing, right? They get people interested in the platform. People go, oh, wow, this is really fun, right? I'm going to continue using YouTube. People just need to opt out. People just need to opt out. All YouTube should be is just a funnel for people to... Um, to, to that's something I was actually going to say to you, John, about the about the alternatives, and we need to move people primarily to Odyssey, also to Telegram. Yeah, Telegram, so that's, that's Odyssey, what I was going to say to you, John. Actually, while I've got you here, um, you should start putting little uh, little pop ups on the video saying, "Go to our Odyssey channel, go to our Rumble channel." Um, your your videos are great, two three minutes, and you could use yeah. them once again as a funnel to push them over. Um, and this is what we need to do. We have moved over at least uh, how many people? I think we've moved over about six to seven thousand people. That's beautiful. That's like beautiful. to a brand new platform. That and now not all of those people are using the platform every day. Not all no. of those people are watching all of our videos every day. But we've got thousands of people to at least make an account and at least sort of verify their email and watch a few videos. That's really important. And yeah. it's just getting people to make that cultural change. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that, you know, this this could be the future. It's web three, it's decentralized, and it doesn't have this capacity to censor you. Or if it does censor you, then you can just reskin it. You, they have chained themselves up, okay, so that they are restrained from doing like being able to censor indefinitely. And, and, and also, I love that. Know, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful. And we, we it, it will be the change. This is why Telegram, because obviously you've got the Russian distance, they've beaten governments in the past. They beat the Russian government. They had a fight with them. They beat the Russian government. Um, I'm more concerned that Telegram is obviously bound to this EU thing because I think they've got employees in the EU. Right. Uh, but Rumble and Odyssey have been the ones that really haven't bound. And I think the most important thing is the video platform. But library can be applied to anything. Like the library protocol, you can host like documents on there. You can host pictures on there, right? It can yeah. be applied to anything. They're bringing out, uh, I think they're bringing out like a new um, music or podcasting thing. So a Spotify alternative, all going to be run on the blockchain. Yeah. Okay. They can take this and they can literally apply it to anything. They can apply it again and again and again and again. And it's this decentralized network and they can do it for everything. They can have okay, so you've got your YouTube alternative, right? Which is the 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 new video platform Odyssey, right? They can then have like you've already got community projects for a Spotify alternative like um, Hound Radio, right? They're going to do their own one, or which is going to be for, for like podcasting. Yeah, you can have your own audio Audible for audiobooks. You can have your own Netflix, so people can put movies on there. You can pay for the movies in the cryptocurrency. That'll be on the blockchain, right? And then you can you can do literally anything. You can do the Twitter alternative, although you've already got Gab. Um, and you can have Instagram alternatives. So what I'm, I think might be interesting is once you've got a sort of Instagram alternative with lots of pictures and everything like that, it's it's if if we can get this ball rolling, then yeah. there's no limit to it. But we just need to see this 
obviously you talk about the coins like the government has specifically come after library um because uh with the sec um because they know that they're a threat so they're hanging this sort of court case over them but i think they're gonna either win or the worst case scenario they have to pay a fine which will be what a few hundred thousands or hopefully maybe, yeah yeah a few hundred thousand dollars but what they're hoping out of it is that they will then get clarity that the SEC will have to say, okay, here is where you legally went wrong. And then they can just avoid it because uh, for, for a long time, they, they were contacting the SEC saying, okay, what is it that we need to comply with? Mm. And the SEC was like, Oh, just give us some money. Hmm. And then library was like, but what, 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 what are we doing? That's legal. We want to know how to fit within the framework. So we're making sure not to, we're not trying to break the law. Okay. Or we're not trying to like, go not exist outside your regulation like we can probably make everything work have our decentralized platform within this framework it's fine can you just tell us what we're doing wrong no just give us some money and then uh, it's the same as what gonna... youtube had done to me isn't it and and then and then <laughs> uh library said okay look if we give you some money will you just tell us how to comply and they said no just give us some money so that means literally hand over your money and then they'll come back next year and it's like okay give me some more money it's like are you going to tell me how to like not have to give you money yet and they're like no, no. you're breaking the rules what are the rules not telling you not telling you what the rules are this that, is like, like, this is exactly what youtube have done to us what the rules well, it's, it's, don't, 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 don't worry about that just 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 accept your punishment Accept your punishment. It's the application of the rule of law. The whole point of having terms and conditions is people will be able to stick to them. The whole yep. point of having the law written down is you can read the law and go, okay, right, at least I can try and work within this system and here's my way of dealing with stuff. Now we've got to a stage where, what is it? Within a 10-year period, they passed, what, 3,000 new pieces of statute or dictats or regulations? Like, what? How, how can anyone possibly keep up with that how can anyone so i'll tell you what john run? did so when john uh when all of this occurred because john's in scotland uh and uh lost you lost one of your gyms didn't you because of what fucking the bastard son of elton john yeah. did to you um now do you know who the bastard son of elton john is will who that's nicholas sturgeon john are you able to put the picture up uh, it was on the other computer, but then the virtual camera wasn't working. Was it? Have you not got a virtual camera working? Give, give, me, a minute. give me a minute. So basically, if you've ever seen Nicola Sturgeon's mother, she is the spitting image of fucking Elton John. And that's no joke. That's no word of a lie. So on our show, when we're referring to the bastard son of Elton John, we are referring to Nicola Sturgeon. You're we're just talking about wee Jimmy Cranky. No, no, no. I'll show you. I've got the image here. Okay. Right, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I just think the Jimmy Cranky resemblance is... I mean, I've always happy. called her Jimmy Cranky, but but I'll tell yeah. you, once you see this, you may be a convert. Okay, you, you may okay. be... So we simply call her the bastard son on this Maybe. show. You may well be a convert. You may well be a convert to our way of thinking. Are you okay. able to where, do it, John? It? Yes, John, yes, I can do it. John's I doing it. Do it. He's putting it on the screen in a sec. There you go. And you shall see it. Come on, wow. John. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's 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 Nicola. That's Nicola's mum. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Jimmy Cranky is Elton John's son. Yeah. yeah. The bastard son of Elton John. The bastard son of Elton John. Is, is what, oh, we just call her the bastard son on this, on this show. Yeah. But she fucked him so hard he lost one of his gyms. He had two gyms, he lost one. Uh, and my IT company. And his IT company. So he bought a motorhome and he fucked off to France during... The, the when everybody was in fucking tier four yeah, lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. So he came all the way down from Scotland, all the way through England during tier four lockdown, got out on the ferry, wasn't it? Or was yeah. it the Eurotunnel? No, it was a ferry. So uh, without any problems at all, no yeah, questions. The, board, the, board, the UK border force said, have a lovely trip. Yeah. This is during tier four and, lockdown. And this was gone from lockdown Scotland, lockdown England, into lockdown France. <laughs> and then drove a further what, fifteen hundred, two thousand kilometers across France to the Midi Pyrenees. So well, he the he, is, the, the, he escaped. One of the problems is with all of these lockdowns and whatnot is they're not enforceable. The theatre, which mm-hmm. yeah, they they're not enforceable. But what it is it's the normalisation? It's getting people used to them. Now yeah, well, pe- people lock themselves down, mate. The government can lock you in your home without judge, jury, and trial. How can you lock someone in their home without judge, jury, and trial? But the government is clearly just trying to gaslight us. They're trying yeah. to say yeah. that they can do whatever they like to us. They can make us defenseless, right? They can mm-hmm. lock us up without a trial, without a judge, without a jury indefinitely when we've committed no crime. Yeah. Okay, this this cannot stand. And they're trying to tell us that we don't have any rights, that we've never had any rights. Mm. And I'm just... We have to, we have to not buy it because it's, it's just complete bunk. Well, I don't think you know? any of us have ever bought it. Trying to tell us that we don't have rights, we don't have a law, we don't have a constitution, and I think this is one of the most important things that we need to em- emphasize: that we do have rights, mm-hmm. that we do have a law, yeah. that we do have a constitution, and that our rights are inalienable and they don't come from government; they're recognized by government. Yeah, I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree with you. I've, I've always said no government owns uh, owns my rights. They weren't theirs to take because they didn't give. Um, my rights are mine. My rights are my own. And uh, I, I never, ever, ever obeyed a single one of these fucking lockdowns. I went where I wanted. When I, I tell you what, one of the great I, in March. 2020 petrol went down to 99p a litre that was good um petrol went down to 99p a litre and then when i drove to i drove uh, essential travel only guys i drove to london from the south coast by a coffee table uh, that was essential but um when i when i did that the m25 i used it like a racetrack so it was pretty fucking empty it was good that was great that was good fun but um but other than that i i, I agree with you that we should not have ever allowed the government to let us believe that we could be locked down. We should have said no. And that word is so powerful. It's so powerful because it holds so much weight because if just take 10% of the population and said, I'm not doing that. Don't be stupid. I'm not locking myself in my home. Fuck off. It would never have worked. It would never have but worked. Is 10%, is 10% of the population ever going to stand up? Like the whole, you know, American revolution was 3%. Yeah. I know 10%, of course 10% of the population is not going to stand so up. We it, are it, anomalies. Can you, can you, they, they, they're dividing everyone along race, along sex and whatnot. And then they divide people with narratives. So they have narrative after narrative after narrative. And their idea is if they can keep running different narratives, 
right? There's the racial narrative. There's this like medical narrative. But, but that's there's... something new. They've been doing this since since after the Second World War. There's exactly. And, 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 and now now you've got the potential with the internet to fight it, but now they're coming after the internet as well. They, they, they're they're going to try it, and regulate it, 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 the it, it, internet it, it, itself. Yeah, mate. If you look at the geo-blocking of RT, like <laughs> the, the <laughs> idea that you're going to be able to shut things down, like this is this is why I see the biggest hope for the future in decentralized platforms because if you can have decentralized platforms then that's also sort of like breaking the wheel it just keeps going round and round and round and you're stopping that you're saying no yeah. look, we're we're out and we need a we need to change the system like i don't think you're necessarily going to do that by voting i'd encourage people to vote but i just don't i don't really I, I don't see a way you, out of this you won't change it by voting no, I, I well, how how can you possibly change it by voting? Because the thing is, like, the, there's a point at which your vote doesn't can't go any further. But, 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 but let me let me you, let you me can't just vote to kill 10% of the population. You don't have that right, you don't have that right to vote to kill 10% of the population. No, but let me let me ask you this question when it comes to voting. So, who let's take the last 20 years for example, mostly the Tories have been in power, but we had a little bit of Labour at the beginning, right? But okay let's even go back the last 30 years okay so we have changed parties we've had a coalition in that time uh we've had labor new labor as they were called this is your mistake there is only one party Don't you... the Davos party well listen this is my point my point is and my question is this despite who has been the figurehead has the agenda changed or is it just kept well, rolling on it's quite it's quite simple all you need to do is ask this one question what are the aims of government and there are no difference between any party or any person who tries to get into government the aims are always exactly the same to keep the people under control yeah they will say it's Which to keep why... the people safe but they'll, they'll use that to keep no. the people under control it's not it's not their job to keep the people safe it may be their job to provide a safe environment but that is not the same as keeping people safe yeah People need to be responsible for their own safety. But that's the problem. With well, this the is the thing. As, as, a as, as a disabled man, right? As a disabled man on a load oh, of medication. Like huh? Sorry? You sound like a leftist. Who? <laughs> well, as 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 a half black man. Oh. No, no, no. But I'm making a point here as well. As someone who has to every day... Uh, take the medications, make sure that I... Uh, and when it comes to the medications, I get to choose whether or not I have them. We have, I have a discussion with my doctor, we see what's best for me, what's working, what isn't, and I make my own decisions on my healthcare. So if, if I'm able to and expected to make those own take those decisions every day, make sure I take the pills, make sure that I'm able to function and take care of my health as a disabled man... Why was I not allowed to make those same choices for my health for what is uh, essentially for most people a mild respiratory virus? Because oh. now we're living in a hybrid system. We're living in a system that's transitioning from the system where you have some control over your life into the system where they have complete control over your life. It's moving towards totalitarianism. It's yeah. very clear. That is the direction of our society. I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's been one massive slippery slope, and it does. It hasn't started with the last two years. It started well before then, but the last two years have been a, 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 a clear acceleration. A clear I, I, acceleration. I, I don't think anyone necessarily knows how quickly it's going to go. You know, it went from naught to ten, and now it's gone back to what? 
two. Five, I would four, say it, within three. within the borders of England, so prison island as I call it, uh, because we are kind of stuck here at the moment. We can get hungry now. We can get hungry. Um, yeah, uh, always have went to Mexico. Well, yeah, it could it, have... it's, it's it's gone it's gone from sort of like a two to a ten, and then it's gone back to a five. Or if your name is suddenly Susan, you can go to France. I mean, uh, uh, sorry. Um... <laughs> that's, that's true. No one no one really knows the pace, but if you can see the direction, then you've got to fight it with everything that you've got. Well, yeah, and and the thing is, as also someone with two small children, I have two small children here. Uh, I will not see well, my children. I can't see him. Where well, are you hiding them? They're in bed, thankfully. But um, but I, I will not see those children grow up in this world. I will do everything I can to make sure that they have more freedom than I had. And even the freedom that I had was kind of a perception of freedom more than freedom itself. But I, 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 I will not see... I will do everything in my power for my children to stop them being fucking dragged into to such control, such totalitarianism. The only the only way to stop them being dragged in is to break the narrative. Yeah, you can break the narrative by doing what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. If you can break the narrative, then people will just act independently, and you will have this what Chris Sky calls united non-compliance. People just saying no, right? Just say no. Act out. Step aside from it. Okay, refuse, like resisting, defying, not complying. That will make it harder. All right, Piers, calm down. <laughs> but I think I think in the end it's going to have to, it, it might have to come to something sort of more than that. I just think, you know, what we've seen with the Canadian truckers protest is that. That was people beautiful. Do have, people do have the power to hold a government to ransom. And I think that that could happen at some point. I think that they, should happen. I think that should I, happen everywhere. Uh, I mean, there, there there may be at some point a popular revolution, but it's whether you can get the numbers and whether you can get the numbers before, you know, what we do becomes impossible. Whether we, we get thrown in a prison like Julian Assange for what we do, because they, they're already willing to lock up journalists. Yeah. They're not willing to lock up all journalists well it's not just that they're willing to lock up the one they like the 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 one they dislike the most what they'll do is they'll say we're not journalists and therefore they'll say we're not journalists therefore we we are fair game and and that's that's it goes back to your argument and the and and an argument we were all making at the moment of parity of we need to be treated the same as the mainstream because we are doing their job for them when we have been doing their job for them for the last two years i mean i used to fucking shout down my camera when i was trekking around empty test center after empty test center after empty test center all over this country and i'd shout down my camera where the fuck are you mainstream media because i'm doing your job for you because you really should be reporting this because you're saying well the government is saying under their figures that nearly half a million tests a day are being carried out in these places and there's no fucker here every time I go to one. That sort of disparity needs to be spoken about. And it, it's down to fucking people like me to do it when they should have been doing it. That's news as far as I'm concerned. But they'll only do it when there are consequences in it for them. Yeah, so and, and, they to, they and they've all be been named. fed the government tea of money for the last fucking two years, haven't they? It's, exactly. It's... Exactly. And it, this is the thing, you know, the Black Rocks of this world, they thrive off of, you know, government subsidy. Yeah. Like these organizations, they they they're given government money, whether directly or indirectly. Yeah. And so question are... question from the chat room for you, Will. Do you think this is all planned and international, or could it be down to corruption or incompetence? Well, I think it's the 
clearly there people talk about new world order i think there's essentially a control grid i think there are different factions who are all clearly openly working together to have more integrated global um government and control because it benefits them uh they don't always see eye to eye occasionally there's conflict between them but fundamentally these people are working together towards the same goal because whatever divides them is less than what unites them which is to control us because that's what they thrive that's what they get their kicks off of um i think in addition um you know you you've got places like the world economic forum which are essentially just criminal criminal organizations you know these are the sort of uh, th these are the groups, these are the gangs that go around and sort of the, the mafias that go and where they plot to commit their crimes. Um, and it needs to be it needs to be stopped. I mean, but the thing that's weird about it is it's all one big pyramid scheme. Like people talk about the Illuminati yeah. and whatnot. Like it literally is a pyramid scheme. Like being part of this, you know, globalist group um, is just the pyramid scheme. Because at the end of the day, once they've controlled all of us, yeah, they're going to control next. They're just going to turn on each other. Right? Yeah, it's like I, which which Kim are we on in North Korea? Is it Kim Jong Un? Yes, it's, it's well, Kim, Kim Jong Un. Do 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 any of us genuinely think that he sleeps soundly at night? No, 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 because his own. That's, is what, it, that's what they're that's what they're going to. Didn't right? he have his oh. own uncle murdered on like the first day of his rule? Uh, it was soon after, I think. Yeah. So why why would we have a situation? Why why like these people are? It's, it's the most dumb thing about them that they choose to go for something that's going to end up with themselves getting fucked over. Yeah. They are yeah. completely bought into a pyramid scheme, or as in America they call it a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And it's it's dumb. It's really <sighs> dumb. And this is the thing: they're going to make mistakes along the way. You know, everyone says, "Oh, they've made like." oh this is all planned everything's all planned like, no these people aren't perfect sure they've got some clever people working for them but they are not perfect they're going to make mistakes along the way so our friend davy the peace officer our friend davy the peace officer calls us people like me people like you people like john and himself and the peace officers we he calls he calls us variables that they never accounted for so um and the things that we do are variables and so what is done against us is heavily reactionary because they don't know how to control us and i i, I can see that because we we are quite spontaneous i mean i never announce really where i'm gonna pop up and start doing a live stream and rocking around on my mobility scooter making everybody laugh and bringing a bit of joy to people at the same time but i never announce where i'm gonna be when i'm gonna be i just turn up and start doing it or i might tell people on the morning i'm very impulsive and half of it you know is is, is about my health because there are days i just can't go anywhere or do anything and things like that but i'm very impulsive and i i see that point uh the, the 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 people like us we are variables because before any of this nobody thought a disabled man that used to make fucking accessibility videos for theme parks an ex-tory counselor and an ex-firearms officer would all be sitting together talking about fucking new world orders and 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 freedom and trying to just 
ask people to think for themselves and ignore narratives and nobody would have thought that this sort of meeting would be happening and these sort of things would be happening and i don't think even the smartest people in the world would have accounted for people like us and the popularity that people like you and and, and popularity that, that, that admittedly you know being a little bit big-headed i used to bring in on the massive twitter account that i had before I got yeeted, but we weren't accounted for. And I think that is, um, and I I think that's a good point. I think, I think though, if you do want to change the world, then you can't just tell people what's wrong. You have to tell people what's right. And I think that people at the moment are a bit too generalized about what they want. You know, people say freedom, but what system are you going to have? That's going to guarantee freedom. You know, this is something that I've been thinking about for me too. A, a lot of my life. And what I found is very few people have those answers. And it's something that I personally would like to work on in terms of our philosophy as time goes by, because I've got a lot of ideas that I've been collecting for like a decade because I've always been interested in politics. And I think that we can have that system. Yeah. But I think that there needs to be an effort in order to design what the system would look like. And it's just about having the time, oh, no. having the people and the resources in order yeah. to do it. On a slight tangent, right? Um, but I, it's given me some thought as well, because before this all started, all this coof stuff, everybody seemed to be going down the open borders route. You know, doing away with borders and free travel and all that, and then the, the, they've restricted travel to the extent now that it's still difficult to actually travel without you know going through all the theatre and rigmarole of of tests and stuff. So, why would they do that? Because you know, I mean, Biden gets in during a pandemic and effectively opens the southern border. You know, because because they don't actually care about what they say. They're just using it as a political strategy. But I think one thing that we need to do is not just point out where they're wrong and say, oh, look, here's yeah. a hypocrisy. We need to offer an alternative. Yeah, We need to offer a credible alternative as the people. I agree with you, but also we need to do it in such a way that people come around to it rather than trying to tell people this is the way. Make our yeah. argument convincing. Just yeah, it's just it's just about putting together something that is comprehensive and coherent on exactly the way that this country should be run. I mean, going back to going what I was to... saying a minute ago, Jesus Christ, I never thought I'd be having this conversation. <laughs> you know, you, do you know what I mean? We 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 have we have all stepped up out of nowhere to do what we do, and and this is I, I'm still stuck on that variable for, and I I really do think that we are that and i i think we can do some real good a lot of us can do some real good well we have done real good you know we've changed a lot of people's minds we've shown a lot of people the truth there are a lot of people who've messaged us like you know the whole verge of suicide thing and yes people who've said you know i had no hope i was completely miserable and i saw there are other people like me and yeah. that meant a yeah. lot and you you, you will not do, find that you will more. not find our bullies getting those messages put it that yeah, way i just don't I, uh, there, there's this theory called um, elite capture, right? And the idea is under elite capture that 
any any sort of establishment class, right? They need to let new people into that class in order to stop it from stagnating and making too many cock-ups. Yeah. So they need to bring in people into their new elite. Um, one one thing that they've done now is they, they're cutting out more and more and more people. So there are more and more people with ability. We're talking about lawyers, doctors, whatnot. Um, or just general people who are very skilled, right? For mm-hmm. example, you know, you're you're quite skilled at what you do, doing these podcasts and everything like that, right? They're cutting those people. They're cutting people like us or other people who are capable out of out of being able to succeed. And I think as that class develops, it, it, they say it turns into a counter elite. You can't have a revolution without a counter elite and i'm not trying to go oh you know elitist here elitist there i'm not trying to sort of say oh you need elite but that you need people in sort of leadership roles yeah no revolution has ever worked unless there are some sort of people in leadership roles and those are the people who promote um the alternatives those are the people who say hey we've got a credible alternative and then they promote what the alternative is i don't think that 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 counter elite has fully developed yet but I think that what's happened is over the past two years, that counter elite has started to form, right? I see your People point, yeah. Been... I, I think that the new ethos needs to be, rather than being reactionary, it needs to be proactive. It needs to find what the alternative is. And it needs to have it credible. It needs to have it laid out and it needs to do it well. Yeah. And I, I'm, that, that's something that I'm really interested in doing. Um, it's not something that I have much time to do with obviously doing all of this and it's not something that I have any funding because we're broke none of us have any funding yeah yeah Yeah, we're all broke we're all broke but I think I think that if people did sit down and model what they wanted this country to look like and they actually really thought it through then there could be just this sort of almost perfect credible alternative to the system and then you point at that and go that's what you want because at the moment everyone's saying this is bad i mean i do like the idea of using the system to fuck the system but at the same time like you said earlier with this fucking first past the post system which absolutely favors the incumbent um how can we use the system to fuck the system i think the only way to do that would be to present such a good credible alternative that we could use their system in order to to, to get to the point where we could implement that system in order to tear down their fucking system. Yeah, but if you if, even if you look at things like that that have happened in the past, what happens is you 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 win massive amount of votes and the people seem to have won the day and then the governments turn around and change it. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't think you can change a system from within. So you must so so not radically. So, so so what you are what you are saying here, uh, Mister X Police Officer, is revolution I, is the only way forward. I, 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 I am, if nothing, I am consistent. I've said it from day one. Yeah, you have. I, I said I, I the only way I could see out of this was armed insurrection, and and I still stand by that to a degree because. Although we are out of the coof thing, we're not out of the situations. Well, whether whether you believe in armed insurrection or you just believe in persuading people, no one's going to either lay down their lives or give up their position in society, whatever that may be, 
right? Whether it's just a, a government job or yeah. something like that, or you know, the the is willing to come under attack unless there's a credible alternative to the system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I'm not dis- I'm not disputing the fact that we need a credible alternative. I just think that if you don't, if you have a credible alternative, you still won't get it into position by. By Votes. working within the system that we currently have. Yeah, but I think that once you have a credible alternative, then you can start winning the information war because we don't have people on. Everything's fragmented, and yeah. I do think think things need to be brought together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that working on what you'd want as a new draft constitution would really radically transform this country. Well, I, th- first of all, I actually think we need a fucking codified written constitution because it's something this country doesn't actually have. Why so... don't we have a proposal? Why is there no proposal? This is it. That's my question. Why is there no proposal for a fully codified... And I'm not just saying, oh, let's in vague general maybe have... Well, we want a codified yeah. constitution. Okay, but what the fuck's going to be on it? Why is there no proposal? Yeah. How are you going to get a codified constitution? Like, you want a codified constitution, but what do you actually want? Like, what's your sales pitch? Oh, well, just a bit more freedom and what? Like, fucking babe. Um, we, uh, need, <laughs> we need people to sit down... Write it down. I want the five freedoms that the First Amendment on the US Constitution guarantees. Boom. Want them? Well, write it down and post it. And I want the right to bear arms and the reason i want the right to yes and the reason i want that is because uh, have you heard the phrase the second protects the first because that is why that is why the second amendment exists to protect those freedoms and when they took our guns i believe it was in 1996 they took our handguns from us that was it there's absolutely no way that we can defend ourselves well, I mean, there's still crossbows, but um, oh, for I, now, for, for now, the moment, for r- the moment, remember, yeah. remember, the loony broke into the grounds of fucking Windsor yeah. Castle recently, With and now crossbow. Patel's going for the crossbows. Yeah, so I, I want to like, but what would you do about tax? How would you stop the government from taxing people too much? That's a very good question. What would you do about borders? How would you stop them from flooding the people, flood, flooding the country with people? Also, a very also, good question. What are you going to have is an electoral system. How are you going to make sure that you know the electoral system cannot be rigged in the future in order? Do to you know what? I'll answer to to all of these questions. This is not something for one person to decide. This is something to to knock our heads together and and work out. Because you know, if 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 you start getting oh, let's put all the policies of one person on this, it's this still essentially dictatorship, isn't it? It's something you need to work out together. It's well, uh, I mean, Thomas Jefferson did a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, come on, let's let's smart. let's be honest. Thomas Jefferson, did, Thomas Jefferson did an absolutely banging job, and it was mostly just him. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, I'll give you I'm, that. I'm I'm not against it mostly being one person, so long as they can pass it by everyone else. Well, but this I is it. You know, do you know what? This conversation has spurred me to actually, <laughs> when I actually find some time, I want to sit down with a bunch of other people that I trust and respect and I think would do a good job and try writing what the alternative should be. Well, no, I, complete, I completely um, agree with you because someone needs to fucking present it. Someone needs yeah. to present this alternative. Well, that's exactly what Will said, and, and he's right, because it's all very well to sit here and bash our gums about what we want to do, but, you know, if, if you 
if if no one presents it, then it doesn't make any difference, does it? So what would you do, John? Well, uh, I I I think I'd have to be looking towards some kind of republic rather than the the the, the, the monarchy. Know, the mon well, I mean, I mean, I don't, be- I, I, I don't believe in a hereditary monarchy. I don't think no, people I, are born to be better either. than anybody else. I, I yeah, do you know I, where you're going to fall into a problem there? Where's that? People aren't going to give up monarchy. I know. Yeah, but, but okay, do I, you know, do you know, do you know how you could sort it out? Okay, here's here's one of my ideas, right? on. and I've got quite a few on how to write a constitution, which I've been debating for like a fucking decade. Well, you got a degree um, in politics, so let's let's uh. What what I would say is we need to go back to the old Anglo-Saxon principle of um, essentially a, a king by election, right? Well, I thought you were going to say prima nocta. But <laughs> oh, well, mate, uh, may, maybe 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 you want someone to come along and bang your wife. But um, personally, and that, I think that was a Norman thing, wasn't it? Personally, I don't I don't need anyone to come along and bang my missus for me. <laughs> I mean, if, if if you're into that sort of stuff, oh, you're Jesus into that, that you can go to. You and, walked you know, yourself right into not. this, didn't you, John? No, no, not at all. Because it only applies to the first time, so it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, continuing with what you were saying, <laughs> yeah, go on. I, I would say we should have a system by nomination. I think the idea that you can always expect the um, firstborn child, or well, firstborn son, it wasn't now firstborn child. The idea that you're always going to have a child and you're always going to make sure your firstborn is actually good at the job is mad. It's always going to fall at some point into the hands of an idiot. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that will then lead probably to a succession of idiots. So I think it should be done by nomination. And I think that, so, you know, for example, let's presume that Elizabeth Windsor weren't a uh, criminal who'd, uh, you know, uh, shat all over what my great-grandfather's friends died. Elizabeth Sachs Coburg Goffa. Uh, no, Windsor. <laughs> Everyone has the rights by English law to choose their own name. Fair enough. Sorry, sorry, I've got to stand up for English law. Want <laughs> wants to be Windsor, she's Windsor. Fair so enough. She goes by the name. Um, but yeah, I'd say if you would nominate the child that's most capable, so that first and foremost, that saves you a whole load of idiots. Okay. It's not bulletproof, but it will save you a whole load of idiots down the road. I th- I would say, that I mean, we've definitely would... got a couple of idiots in line at the moment. Well, exactly. You've got these people in line. It, who's, who's the most capable child of Elizabeth Windsor? Oh, that's a very good question. Probably Anne. Yeah, probably Anne. Anne. It's yeah. Anne. Anne. Anne would. I think Anne would make a halfway decent queen. Yeah, so, so, and that's the thing. No one knows about her, and really, like, if if, if and that's why she's it... the most capable. Exactly. Like Anne would make a really fucking. I, I think in the right circumstances, she could make an absolutely cracking queen. So why should we not have a system where, like, Alfred the Alfred the Great didn't get his kingdom because by being first in line by primogeniture, he got it because he was elected by Witten because they said that the son of his brother, so his nephew, the previous the son of the previous king, would not do the better job. So they chose Alfred instead. Why can't we have a system where, yeah, sure, we've got a royal family, rather yeah. than them just sort of waiting round. How about we have them actually some competition so they actually have to do a good job 
Oh, that's you know, a good idea. I like that. Position. I like competition. You, you say do it. You, say, you say do a good job. They have to actually do something. Because quite... yeah. <laughs> they, they, they would actually have to do a good job. And then this would have to be confirmed by a Witten. So you, what you do is you get the House of Lords out from the legislature and you'd bring that back into being essentially a Supreme Court. And the Witten would then vote <laughs> and you would probably have some sort of confirmation via the commons and i would probably yeah but there, there is there is one there is, there is one thing here you, it could completely backfire and andrew becomes king <laughs> nah. like that, that, but that's the sort of thing like what you do is you put loads of checks and balances right so firstly there's a nomination but then you have multiple means by which to invalidate the nomination yeah yeah but then okay. in that circumstance it could go up for popular election but then it like most people are would be sort of You'd want to make it slightly difficult for that to happen, but there would have to be a really, really heavy consensus that's... in order to stop that. There, there are ways to balance it out, because the thing is, you don't want someone who's head of state and also head of government. Having a head of state is also... This is an awful lot of work for, for something that's effectively only a figurehead. No, no, because it wouldn't be a figurehead. The point, the point of the monarch is not to be a figurehead. That's not the role of the monarch in our, well, in our kingdom. Yeah, okay, but what what is the point of it these days the point is when the government goes too far to say no i'm not signing this but what they do <laughs> yeah okay no but genuinely like monarchs have been doing that for hundreds of years but you know yes. what they do but when was the last time they did it no this is the thing they deal with it behind closed doors oh, see, that... why, why why does the prime minister meet with the queen every week why? yeah okay but why why what's the point that like, is true. I, I, I the, give you. Point? The point is that if there's something that the monarch is deeply uncomfortable with, they have a private word well before it even makes like draft legislation. Done. Like, what do you think they've been doing for hundreds of years? Rather than have a big public fight between the government and the monarch, they, they meet on. A, they, they meet. They meet once a week and have that conversation. Yeah. Why are they meeting once a week? Why don't we just like bin that? It doesn't, like, why has that been happening? It doesn't sit well with me. Well, the, the this, point this is... Whole, it's, the, it's not transparent. It's it, it doesn't involve the people. You're still being ruled. You're treated as vassals. Well, where are you being treated say. as a vassal? Because the only well, you, role... You have no say in what's going on. Well, you do have a say in what's going well, on because you would yeah. elect... If you elected the government via... Not just... Okay, so here's here's what I'd also do. People are wedded to their constituency MPs. People love their constituency MPs, right? No one's going to give them up. No one's going to give up first past post. So do you know what you do? You don't get rid of it. You just add on something else, which is a Senate, a fully elected PR Senate, 300 members every general election, unless it's within a certain amount of time for the previous general election. So people can't just flip it over and just have, oh, we're going to have another election three months from, uh, three months from the last general election. Right, but so they kind of do in Scotland, don't they? You, you, no, no it, you don't have proper PR. You've got additional. No, I know we don't. I know we don't have proper PR, but they kind of do something similar. Yeah, but and you end up, you end up with a, you always end up with a split parliament. Yeah, but that that's what you want. You got one a yeah. parliament that can basically okay. do nothing. Why would you want your government to do anything? No, absolutely, I I agree with you. But, but the, more, the more than is, more than just the problem is if you've still got a monarch and a government that are doing stuff. I mean, but what would they I, be I, able to do? Well, you tell me. What, what's the point in having them then? Well, what, 
it, well, just to have sort of bums on seats and then they sort of sit there and don't really do anything. That'll be whilst you to continue good. this debate, I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. <laughs> oh, what I would say is have a bicameral system. So the way it works in Italy is you've got two chambers, each have a complete democratic mandate, right? Yeah. So you've got lower chamber, higher chamber, and they can just cancel each other out. At the moment, we've got essentially a unicameral system, one mm-hmm. one chamber, which is the House yeah. of Commons. The yeah. House of Lords is a rubber stamp. Yeah. And the point of the House of Lords was it was meant to be as powerful as the Commons, so they were check and balance on each other. Mm-hmm. Ever since the early 1900s, the House of Lords via the Salisbury Convention has completely given up being a, being a check on the Commons. Yeah. So, so long as you put something in your manifesto, they're not going to balance it out. How about we have a fully, fully PR system? You're talking, you would only need one third of 1% of the vote to be able to get into Parliament. So we're talking like everyone gets in there. The most extreme people, BLM's going to be in there. The communists are going to be in there. The Nazis are going to be in there. The libertarians are going to be in there, right? The liberals are going to be in there. Like every single, the the, the Greens will be in there. Every single different faction is going to be in there. And and once you have that dissenting opinion within the the Westminster bubble, Uh that will severely affect it. That's going to be really important. We're talking about literally from the furthest left to the furthest right and every single stage in between. And that would be absolutely wonderful because you would always, right, there's going to be one constituency for these 300 members, right, rather than the bullshit EU, oh, we could do it by region. Fuck that. One fucking constituency, the entire country, 300 members. So if your ideology can get one third, 0.33% of the vote, and I'm pretty sure everyone's ideology can get 0.33% of the vote. Fucking have Islamists in there. Have radical Christian Jehovah's Witnesses types in there, right? Every single ideology (coughs) is going to be an ideological parliamentary orgy. And that's what we need from our system. Every single idea in there, all fucking each other at the same time. That's, That's a wonderful system. But you want your local constituency MP? You still got the House of Commons. Just take the take the M, take the parties off of the ballot papers for the House of Commons. Yeah. Because the bad thing about PR is it empowers the political parties. Yeah. The the okay. The good thing about first past the post is it actually takes away from the political parties, but only when you don't have the parties on the ballot paper. So I say, if you want to vote for John Smith, right? because he's the Labour candidate, then you go in and all you see is John Smith, right? And you tick John Smith because you want to vote for Labour. Cool. If you don't know what the Labour candidate is, you can't vote for Labour. If you don't know what the Conservative candidate (laughs) is, you can't vote for the Conservatives. If you don't know what the Green Party can, you actually have to know who the guy is representing you. And I think fundamentally, if you want to have some sort of, you know, a constituency-based system, you need to know their fucking name. If you don't know their fucking name, yeah. you should not be able to vote for them. That should be Agreed. it. Yeah. Done. Right? Wonderful system. So suddenly, you know the name of your MP. And you might, do you know what? If you actually have to go look them up, you might actually start looking into them and you might start doing a little bit of scrutiny. Right? And mm-hmm. most, like, honestly, 90 to 95% of people walk into a ballot book ballot booth and they just vote by party well sure you can vote by party but you have to do at least one bit of research first and just making people do that one bit of research will start to break the party system down yep and also because 
in the PR system, even though it does empower political parties because it will be a party list, because it's 300 members and you only need one third of 1%, they'll be fracturing all the time. You can start up basically like a one-man party and get you in and maybe someone else. You get, what, 0.6% of the vote. And because some people only got 0.2 or 0.1%, it'll even out. You'll get two seats. You'll be in there and you'll be advocating your views. There'll be like five different factions just with just for libertarians. There'll yeah. be about seven factions of communists, right? This is what I want for this country. I want genuinely something like Speaker's Corner on steroids. That's what I want the Senate to be. And I want the local constituency MPs to actually have to focus on their local constituencies. So you've got people who are fighting with the parties who are ideological, right? And you can access them, man. Uh, do you have anyone who actually represents you on any assembly that is above you? Do you have a council, the Scottish assembly? Parliament? Not anymore. Do you, actually, do you have anyone? Not anymore. Right? Because the, the point is, if you had a Senate that was that diverse, oh, diversity, right? Like, what is this? Diversity is our fucking strength. Yes. Ooh. Right. We're going to have actual, actual ideological diversity. That's what I fucking want. And we will also have your local constituency MP. So you've got your MP for your local constituency cause localism because no one will ever fucking give that up. And they will fucking balance each other out. You'll get, sure, you'll have like a majority in the Commons. It'll go to the Senate and the Senate will be like, just like, raging like you know taxation is theft or you know we must yeah. seize the means of production and they will never agree with it and nothing will get done and that is what we want government so, to do nothing that's why that's why there's so much bureaucracy in the united states in the senate and the house that nothing gets done and that's why we've seen so much increase uh over there in the presidential executive orders because they're sort of the only way that something can be pushed through at the moment because bureaucracy is and it's in france as well nothing gets done because because of the senate because of because of bureaucracy i mean your your example of trying to pay your water bill john tell us about trying to pay your water bill in france yeah, because well, of bureaucracy tell us so his wife went to pay the water bill. So she went to the water, the, the the office of the water company, which only opens on a Monday and a Friday, and only up till 12 o'clock, so between 9 and 12. So she'd missed it. So she went on the Monday morning to pay the water bill, and the woman said, no, you can only pay it on a Thursday, Okay. She said, but you're not open on Thursday. She goes, yeah, yeah, we are. But it says quite categorically on the door that we're only open Monday and Fridays from and from nine till twelve. But no, you you said so she goes, okay. So she goes back on the Thursday, and the same woman goes, okay, you can pay the water bill here. Um, have you got a check? And Andy goes, no, we don't have a check. Can I pay by card or cash? And she goes, no. You must pay by check. <laughs> Bureaucracy, baby. Bureaucracy. Legal tender. See, this is one of the things. Like, you fucking protect... turned around and walked away. <laughs> you've, got, you've got to protect cash within any constitution. I think protecting yeah. cash, saying for any 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 government service, right, 
any government in any way use service, they must offer cash. So for them to get any sort of government usage, you've got yeah, to be well, able to pay in cash. I, I agree because this central bank digital currency thing is um, is very worrying. Oh yes. And uh, has, hasn't there been sort of an emergency order in the United States once again to to, to uh, explore a digital dollar? Essentially, uh, yeah. this this is this is very concerning, and it is. I, I, I mean, our our buffoon in chief, Alexander Boris Defeffel Johnson, he uh, he what did, what did he say at, at COP twenty six repeatedly? The war on cash. Uh, yeah. Uh, why is there a war on cash exactly? Cash is because they want to track everything, and this is why everyone mm-hmm. needs to move to either gold, silver, or like privacy coins ideally like i really what the one of the big problems with um cryptocurrency is you can't pay with it um just for most things like most well, this things is it you, it's, it's it's all sort of up in the air theoretical like we're working on something at the moment um we're working on a video at the moment with um uh, the monero man he's actually helping us out and we're still in the planning stages but we want to do a guide of how to accept uh, donations in crypto in privacy coin so it can't be tracked so your business will be able to take payments for services with privacy coins boom done no no more okay all these coins but i can't buy yeah, anything with them but no. as soon as you do that right how does the government then track your tax liability? Well, they've got to rely on you being <laughs> honest, haven't they? Well, yeah. And, and <laughs> see if we go back to France. Right? They just go, what's well, so, so, tax- John, are you, are you not saying that you think the English people, like, did you not think the English people are so good-hearted that <laughs> yeah. they would be yeah, sure fully honest so, with the government? Let's, let's go back to France and... <laughs> So the French. What? You're the, saying that if people weren't constantly surveilled the by the government, yeah. the French, um, they, 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 would, they, they would break the law. The French have a system. Or, or refuse to comply with dictates that they would yeah. not tell the truth. So the French have a, have no. a whereby, whereby they keep two books, one book for their cash transactions, and one book for the government. <laughs> And the cash transaction book is never looked at by the government. No, of course it's not. They only pay tax. They only pay tax on checks and cards. <laughs> and that is that is very common. Very common indeed. That's that's beautiful. But the annoying thing is you don't get a fucking discount if you pay cash. One one thing that should be um enshrined, I think, as well. Is that government shouldn't be able to take tax no um out of your wages before you receive not. them yes and i would like a system because like th- this is it when you work with kids right if you try and take something away from them as a punishment that they've already got yeah they will absolutely kick off right yeah. Yeah. but if you say okay you're not getting this in future they'll be upset yeah but they won't kick off yeah. I would like people to kick off. Hmm. So I would like people to actually receive their money and then have to like actually give it over to the government yeah. out of their bank account subsequent to getting it in. And I think that should be in the constitution. And it's like, the government it's like, cannot take your money they and they cannot take, incentivize. They shouldn't be able to take fines either. They've no. taken fines direct from people's bank accounts. 
And this is one of the beautiful things. At least in fines, you can fight back. And I think the tax system should at least have some sort of mechanism to make it very, very difficult for them if they yeah. piss you off. So if the yeah. government's doing a great job, you're not going to be sitting there at, like fighting them constantly over paying your tax. But we yeah. should have the capability as individuals. And this is how we used to hold kings to account. Mm. We had a parliament. The parliament had the purse strings, right? Meaning that even though the uh, the, the, the cabinet and the ministers and the, essentially the prime minister as it later became were appointed by the king, the parliament could just cut off all the money. Yeah. And this is what we should be able to do as the people. Yeah. We should get our income. And then when the government wants it, they have to come and ask for it from us. So that means if the government's doing something wrong, we actually have the power to resist them. To say no. Having that power to... Hmm? to say no. Well, that... Yeah. Well, the thing is, look, if the government's doing a great job, which, you know, usually government doesn't do, but if it does its first duty, which is the courts, um, if we have a police force that's not corrupt um, and doesn't suffer from all of this group thing and go around abusing people, we actually have civic policing. If we've got an armed forces which isn't constantly being propagandized and is a really good fighting force to defend our territory, um, if they manage to sort of handle some of the roads and basic infrastructure of the country, if they make sure that we don't have these, you know, complete eyesore buildings all over the place and just do basic things like that. Aren't they building like to... a giant glass dildo in London? Well, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they've already got a few of those. Well, the, the gherkin is kind of one of them, but I, I, I'm pretty sure they're building a giant, giant bit glass dildo that's going to have a massive viewing platform on the top of it. It looks horrific, actually. So, so I saw buildings is something I can really get behind. Get the fuck rid of them. They're... Well, if it's it's about it's about taking the power away from the government. So, if we can find more and more of these mechanisms by which people just have basic fundamental rights in order to be able to resist the government then it weakens the power of the government practically. I think you've got... That, that's a good point about the tax and national insurance and everything. You should have to pay it to the government. The government shouldn't be able to take it before you get it. Exactly. And, and, and also, national insurance, right? Yeah. Just, just, just literally, how about we just abolish it? Yeah. How about we abolish VAT? How yeah. about we abolish... All taxes, except for basically income tax. Yeah, get rid of fuel duty as well, because fuel duty is going to kill us. It's going to well, kill One One thing that I can sort of get behind is if you actually are causing some sort of harm to society, if there's a thing that damages society, right? For example, something for me, right, is plastic, right? I generally think that plastic is a real issue for our environment. So if someone said, we want to have a tax on non-recyclable plastic, right by the weight of the plastic and it wouldn't be exorbitant but it'd be like look this is damaging the environment you go everywhere you see these plastic bags and there's a guy down in parliament square really nice guy who goes and he's campaigning and he's like we need to do something about the plastic xr doesn't care about the plastic they're all like oh the co2 the co2 fuck that let's talk about plastic let's actually talk about the environment and talk about environmentalism because it's quite important Mm. And let's not call them environmentalists because they they really don't. Care. Well, no, because right. these are the same pe these are the same people who uh, who have have sat idly by and said nothing about billions and billions of plastic fucking masks polluting our oceans. Well, exactly. I'm I'm really concerned about plastic. So if someone turned around, and I actually I would propose it myself. I think. If and you know what? Because big, 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 because of big, 
because of sort of the state I get in sometimes, um, sometimes I'm unable to use my hands properly and stuff like that. Um, plastic straws have been a godsend for me, um, for example. And uh, do you know, I wouldn't mind paying a little extra to have the choice. But yeah. um, but it, yeah, and I, I think that that's the thing. Like at the end of the day, the government shouldn't be banning things. If no. something actually causes harm, like non-recyclable plastics, then you can tax it. But that tax will be subject to review in the courts every year. So I mean, this pisses me system. off. This pisses me right off. I, I, I pay because I get the sugar stuff. I pay more because there's there's some fucking tax on sugary drinks. Right? I'm not allowed to drink alcohol. I can't drink alcohol because of, so this is my only fucking vice, and I have to pay more for it. I have to pay more well, for you, it. Well, you, I say that you you shouldn't be taxed for the for what that you advice too. You shouldn't be taxed for your personal choices. You should be taxed on how you sort of harm society, right? And if like this is my sort of clearest cut example. Right. If you've got all these non-recyclable plastics, they're going out into the environment and it's generally quite bad. Right. So I, I, I'm happy to get behind a tax on non-recyclable plastics. I'm happy to get behind that and I'm happy to pay that tax. And but it should but be reviewable tax, every that, year. Every that, year, the court tax should only be applied to combating the recyclable plastics and coming up with. I agree. Products. And and so that it should be earmarked. You can only yeah. spend the revenue from this tax on what the harm that this tax is sort yeah. of, that it's, it's featured for. But it needs to be reviewed every year. Because one problem that we have in our court system is they'll review something and then they'll be like, okay, now that's decided. But yeah. I think it should be reviewed every year. Like these things, firstly, I think these sort of taxes should be fucking rare. Yeah. Right. And where you do have these taxes, right. You, you review them constantly and yep. it might be that the court comes back one year and it's like, do you know what? Actually, this tax is like 20% too high. You've got to lower it. And mm. then the tax would have to well, be lowered. Like, like income tax. Income tax was initially put in place to pay for the Napoleonic Wars. I, I'm a big advocate of uh, income tax as the basically the sole form of taxation. Apart but, from these taxes it, that it are... Was, it was only put in place to pay for the Napoleonic Wars. And yeah, then... But, then it yeah. just kind of dragged on. Then it got repealed. Yeah, it actually did get repealed. I, and then I, about a year later, they brought it back in. But one of the, one of the problems with um, having alternatives to income tax, I think income tax is the fairest tax because it's about how much you're earning. So, I think it should be a flat tax, right? And by flat, I mean the same percentage. So we all pay twenty percent. Yeah. So if I'm earning ten grand, you're earning twenty grand, and Ben's yeah. earning fifty grand. Right, we're God all damn, I'd love to earn fifty grand. Yeah, but it just we <laughs> yeah. just just using random numbers, right? So I'd be paying what two grand, you'd be paying four grand, okay, and Ben would be paying ten grand. I think that's fair. Like this mm -hmm. whole thing of having a tax system. I do, I say, do agree with the buffer. So say you're earning less than fifteen, for example, you're not paying no. any tax because you can't live. No, unfortunately, no. Like at the end of the day, if you have a society in which people aren't paying their same percentage of tax then all they're going to do is lobby for more government like if, I see if your you point. genuinely want the government to do a thing then you should bear exactly the same burden as everyone else right but, so yeah. even if, if if i'm i'm getting my, i've got my 10 grand income you've got your 50 grand income just magic numbers right yeah. um okay and i want the government to sort of tax us by an extra what 
let's say an extra five percent, I want it to go up to twenty five percent tax. I'm going to have to suffer for that, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to lose another 500 pounds. You'll lose more. And the thing is, and the thing is, if if we, we, but if we abolished all other taxation off the back of that, we would all be ultimately richer for it anyway. Yeah. And I think there should be a limit on how much the government can tax you. I think that there should be basically an absolute limit of something maybe 25 maybe 30 percent tax i think that there should be certain exceptions for if there's a defensive war and that's something i'd write into a constitution that if you've got a defensive war you can have the government increase uh how much tax it collects um although i would also say that i don't believe that i believe it should be kind of optional i kind of think that if you want to opt into if you want to vote then it comes with responsibilities because the idea of like, voting, oh, okay, you just get a vote. Yeah, sure. But what about jury duty? What about if your country gets invaded, do you have to fight to defend it? And I don't believe in conscription. I don't no. believe in conscription. I don't believe in compulsory jury duty. But I do believe in that if you want to vote. So I think that it should be essentially something that you opt into. You opt so we're going down the Starship Troopers route right now. Would you like to know more? Yeah, exactly. But Starship Troopers was was a tyranny are you sure about that the 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 way the country was set up it was a was dictatorship it? wasn't was it, it? no i it, no what they did was they put fascist uniforms on because the guy fundamentally yeah. didn't understand the book robert robert heinlein was a libertarian yeah <laughs> like but... whole the whole point of it is that if you want to vote, voting is using violence against other people. It's essentially saying you must live your life this way according to what the government says. Yeah, you had to be, a, you had to, you had to, to, you had to join the army to be able to be a citizen, didn't you? Yeah, but the whole point of joining the army wasn't that. Like, even if you were like completely disabled and you could only move one finger, this is an example in the book. If you were completely disabled and you could move one finger, the army, you could still join the army and be accepted. And they would create a job for you that was fucking difficult. Like you, but but you would be able to do it. So they'd be like, you have to separate this this beam from this beam. Even if you've only got one finger to move. The point is in Heinlein's work is you shouldn't be given a vote for free. Otherwise, you don't appreciate it. And when you, when you're given something free, do you really appreciate it in the same way as if you had to earn it? Because I think that when people have to earn things that they treat them a lot differently and with a lot more reverence. When people first gained the ability to vote, they treated it as something precious. Now people just vote based upon a whim and they don't think about it. So I think that if people did have to do jury duty in order to earn it, if people had to do some sort of basic military training for three months in order to earn the right to vote, then I think that's that's that would be... Um, every, if you spent three months of your life training, right... Who had to take three months out, go do like a whole boot camp, whatnot. You've been yeah. through that sort of stuff. You must have been yeah. like being an ex-firearms officer. Yeah. Um, if you actually had to take three months out of your life to go and do that before you were able to vote, would you think more seriously about how you voted? Yeah, probably. I think it would genuinely change how nearly everyone votes. I think genuinely we should have a society where <laughs> no one is forced to go and fight, no one is forced to go and do jury duty. But if you want to exert control over the society, then you have to do the bare minimum in order to uphold it. And those two things are the first and second duties of government. The first duty being the courts. Having a jury is the center of the justice system. That should be your first duty. And the second duty that is 
if your country is invaded, not if there's a war overseas, but if yeah. your country, the actual landmass of your actual country is directly invaded, then you should have to defend it. And that is your choice. You can choose not to vote. You have the same rights, basically, as everyone else. But don't vote. And I think that's fair. If you're not willing to uphold yeah. the basics of a democracy, then you don't get to vote. Mm-hmm. But no one's forced. No one should be forced. And I don't believe that we should be using violence saying, you've got to do jury duty. No, don't force anyone to do that. Don't force anyone to fight. Everyone has the right to opt out. Interesting. He's, 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 he's making oh. us think philosophically now, John. Yeah, and it's getting late. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, are you tired of me? No, I'm not tired of you, though. I'm just tired. <sighs> no, I, I, do you know if what? If I thought it was going to be like this, I'd have brought drink. <laughs> but, I, but I will say this. Uh, this has been such an illuminating conversation, and not only that, I think this for the video on on the, the five platforms we're on people can watch it back and also uh on john john will put it out on every podcast platform going as well so um people will get a real idea of you what you believe um and uh liberalism, liberalism baby liberalism is absolutely the way forward and uh do you know what i i so hate how the fucking term liberal has been co-opted because you see people on our side calling these far leftists liberal they're not liberals they never will be liberals there's nothing fucking liberal about them they are they are tyrannical fucking racist sexist segregationists who uh who believe in a, a certain very narrow very tyrannical orthodoxy and say you must believe in this or you must be ostracized you're evil you must be attacked you must be this that and the other there's nothing liberal about it and and um, before we do wrap this up i think another thing i think we need to focus on is fucking taking back that word taking back that term we we need we need to i think language matters i think words matter i think they have meaning i think they have power and when when terms and words are thrown about like racist sexist anti-vaxxer all of this um and and you 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 now just don't know what they mean anymore well yes yes but I, just have your have your dictionaries to hand and just don't opt in. Look, never use the words yourself, because I think that once you opt in to using their language, you've you the language you use. It's like Wittgenstein says it's, it, it shapes the way that you view the world. Yeah. If you start using their terms, then you think in terms of their language. And that means they've they've got inside your head. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They can do whatever bullshit they like outside of your head. But once you use their terms, they're inside your head and they have one yeah no i agree with you you can't you you can't say oh i hate this liberal because they're so so against freedom and it's like you already sound like an idiot just always use the term correctly yeah and when someone misuses it don't even say you're trying to reclaim it just say they you just don't know what the word means well you don't know what the word means that is not what the word means you need to go read a dictionary. But I think it goes it goes a bit deeper than that now to the point where I think these some of these very inflammatory, very meaningful terms have in the mainstream environment lost all meaning. They they mean nothing because they are just thrown about, they are just used. We will take anti vaxxer as an example of, of, of a term that has lost all meaning. 
It doesn't mean anything no, it anymore. Hasn't, it hasn't. It, no, but it, it does in the mainstream, and you never give never give up a term. Either you agree with their term, or you just say that they're misusing the term and they're incorrect and they don't know the English language. No, I I, I I agree with you, and quite often yeah. I, I will do exactly that. I will say, I'm sorry, I I don't identify with your version of this meaning. It doesn't doesn't make no, it's any. It's not their version. It's just they are incorrect, okay. and that's what we've got to assert. There is an objective English language, and they have completely deviated from the English language, and they're doing they it on purpose. Not... Look, if I say blue is red and red is blue, I can say that till I'm blue in the face, but it won't work until people accept it. Yeah. And we just need to be stubborn enough. Look, the leftists are happy. They realize that they can, if they keep abusing these words, then people will eventually come to them in order to have the discussion on their terms. But the mm -hmm. words we use are like the battlefield that we fight on. I agree. We're not going to charge an enemy up a hill, right? If they're at the top of the hill and you're going to lose all your energy running up and they just destroy your army i don't know whether you're into strategy games you are going to lose yes you just have to you have to stalemate them until at some point you fight on a level playing field. well well i don't know how we stalemate them considering we 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 have we we have <laughs> what's he doing scottish police college the, oh the... bloody hell the Dishforth Academic Trophy for the top student academically in that course. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wanted to myself. Constable John Porter of Strathclyde Police. So, uh, but, 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 I, but I agree with you, and I, I think maybe, maybe reclaim is the wrong word, but at, at the same time, it's maybe it's education then. Maybe we need to educate people on what these terms actually mean. And, and maybe refuse, refuse, and yeah, educate. Oh. But everyone needs to point blank refuse to misuse the English language. Yeah, just point I, blank. I, I agree. I mean, yes. I sometimes I have to translate John for the audience because <laughs> because his uh his just his Scottish dulcet tones just automatically misuse the English language. But 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 <laughs> But no he, he the, At least I know the difference between lose and loose. John. Just just John. Yes. John Yes. You are Scottish. It is our language. You fucking ruined it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit strange that people call it the English language, even though, you know, Scotland yeah, it's is not... basically settled by a whole load of Anglo-Saxons over time. Yeah. yeah they're Normans. So it's 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 a bit weird. It's like the lowlands versus the highlands. And you've still and do, got do, do you know what? I f half of my family is Scottish. So um, I I I unfortunately I identify with John a lot more than 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 I would like to. <laughs> no, I love him to be honest. <laughs> but we have to. I agree with you. We have to absolutely reject what they are saying. We reject their terms. We reject their definitions and we need to educate people and we need to be stubborn we need we basically we need to uh, we we need to uh, as bad as this is gonna sound we need to tell them we're smarter than them because we are smarter than them 
But it's whether people have the will to fight. Really, most battles are determined by, you know, morale of troops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's whether people are going to simply go through every conversation with people like, oh, the liberals this. I'm like, what are you on about? Yeah, because what a liberal means. We are the liberals. Okay? And look, if you just if you if you literally just pick away at people, eventually you will break them down into using English correctly because it's just about respect, really. Mm. It, it really is about respect and just respecting the person you're speaking to to use English correctly, or at least try. Yeah. At least try. And if you've been corrected, like I, I do appreciate it when people correct my English because I go, oh, good. That's important. It's an important thing that everyone can vaguely understand each other. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I it's agree. It's you got the humility to accept when you're wrong. Do you know what? It's not just in the in the case of this. I mean, we we this is why we always want to hear from voices that uh, that oppose us because if they can come with a coherent, evidenced argument for us being wrong. We are willing to accept change. We are willing to accept that we would or could be wrong. Um, and and it's once again, it's down to humility and it's down to having the willingness to uh, engage on a level playing field, to engage in an ideological war or debate. Uh, and, and so many people just aren't willing to do that because so many people in this country and as we've seen the last couple of years, the world over, are just comfortable being told what to do and what to think. Yeah. Well, people got to raise their own children. Don't give your children over to a mafia to raise. Yeah. Why would you like? Just think about it. Would you give your children literally to a mafia? So I, 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 I give you. I, I give you an example. Um, on, well, I'm, on, I'm, I'm going to have to go to the toilet. So I on, so so as you know, I took my family away last week. Uh, to to Butlins, we had a little break away, right? And on Friday, so we, we, we brought the kids back to school and we put them in for Friday afternoon so that we can avoid the fine. Because you avoid the fine if they they get one register mark in the week. So you just put them back in for the afternoon registration. Bang, they can't fine you. So uh, there's, an, there's, there's a tip there for anybody watching or listening to this. They cannot find you to get one register mark. So if you're going to go on holiday for the week and say, put them in Monday morning for a register mark, take them out an hour later, can't find you. But... um. <laughs> Friday, the deputy head ambushed me when I went to pick up the children and said, we need to have a, uh, we need to have a, a conversation about attendance and holidays. And I turned around and I said, I'm going to stop you right there. I said, I'm going to stop you right there. I said, because any, any uh, authority that you believe or perceive to have over me and my family and my children is a fiction and we will not be having this conversation and I will take my children where and when I would like. If you would like to send me to court for it, I will fight it in the courts. Conversation over. There you go. But the mistake there is you're still giving your children to a mafia. Oh, believe me, if we if we had the... Right, because uh, like me, my son is autistic. Okay? And um, if we had if we had the correct support in place to help his education, he wouldn't be there but but nobody helps us we don't get the help we don't get the support we need um it's, it's been a fucking eight year struggle and have you uh, looked at different homeschooling groups we we are um we are talking with some at the moment because something's got to give at the end of the day but the the point of the matter is that these people were told they were, she was told straight up, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't engage in their perception of authority over me. 
And I also said to Ella, this brake cost £96. The same brake in the same accommodation in the summer holidays is going to cost me £1,500. Are you going to pay the difference? No. Fuck off then. It's as simple as that. I, I, but so many people wouldn't engage on that level. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They'd be like, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, we won't do it again. I will do it again. I will do it again. If, 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 if that opportunity comes up again where we can take the kids away for as cheap as possible, school and their perception of authority over us, it's not even going to cross my fucking mind. I, I'm, just, I'm just concerned because it's just the amount of hours that your children spend with people you don't know. My son only goes in for three hours a day. So, well, that's not as bad. That's not as bad. No, he only goes in for three hours a day because, like I said, there's been no support. So we have set up our own hybrid model because, yeah, because having yeah having having a hybrid model is like halfway there. If if you can like it's it's about people networking and making groups. And I think if people from the freedom movement can take their children, can make friends, that's the most important thing. You need to be friends with these people. Because there are a couple of people, people, I won't name them on the show, but there are a couple of people local to me who have set up their own sort of school co-op, essentially, and they're running their own, uh, and we we are talking to them. They are they are in the free freedom movement. They have been arrested a few times. Uh, you would know who they were if I said, but I won't hear. Because I, I, I think I think I might know. I know there there was something going on on the south coast. Yes, yes, cover. same people. Yes. So, so we know them. We are, we have been talking to them. So, um, hopefully, we can, we can, we can sort something out down the road. But well, we... I'd, I'd, I'd love to come and cover it at some point if that would be uh, okay. I well, don't know. Do you want me doxing while your son goes to school? Well, no, not really. But the thing is, when this is all over uh, and things are sorted out the way they need to be. I will be doxing where my son went to school. Where did these words come from? Like doxing. Dox is uh, basically for a, a document. It's so basically, if you're doxing someone, you're publishing their documents. So it comes from sort of. Uh, I was doxed. You know, dot, dot, docs. Dot, doc or dot docs. Yeah. Dot, dot. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So. Have you been doxed yet, Will? People. Mate, I've I've been well, I've been half docked, half just uh, you know defamed. Yeah, I mean, I, I've 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 I was threatened. Uh, the, the the bully group uh, released my full name, released where I lived, all online, uh, my wife's name, <laughs> things that I've tried to keep away, and uh, to the point where people started threatening our house. So uh, we've had to buy and put up security all over the house. That's what happens. I think... We knew it was coming. Eventually, there'll be a situation where there are safety in numbers, hopefully. Yeah. If you you build these networks and you've got all of these schools across the country, these homeschooling groups, you've got these like stand in the parks and everyone can go and join in. I think one thing you know that might be useful in future is having different community centers, having venues for music venues, building that sort of countercultural parallel society. Yeah. I know it's difficult, but the more that it can be built, you know, you've got the journalism, you've got the music, you need the schools, you need the social events. 
um you need it, it, it also you you need uh different literature as well you need books you, you're going to also need um different film and i know they may not be like the highest budget films but things like that yeah i, I, I get well. it i get it games like things that give people meaning in their lives and if we can start building everything parallel whether from the platforms all the way to the literature i think that we can change the world and do you know what? On that note, I think that might be a good place to draw this to a conclusion. Yeah, yeah I think so. So uh, thank you very much, Will. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you guys. Yeah, for having me. And um, yeah, I recommend everyone who's watching this make sure to watch on Odyssey next time if you can. Help support decentralized platforms. Do give us a sub if you haven't already subbed to us on Odyssey, guys. Yep. Uh, do 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 sub to uh, Descent Media. You'll find us on Odyssey. You'll find a whole bunch of other people that he's going to be interviewing and. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for having us. I mean, this has been okay. so thorough. It's been so comprehensive. And uh, I, I, I couldn't have asked for more in, in, in trying to get your beliefs across to the people. And this is all part of something bigger, which we will be talking more about very soon. Yeah, so, watch this space, guys. Watch this space. So, uh, John, would you like to close out the show? Wait, what, one second. Free Assange. It's after dark. <laughs> Well, you are supposed to close I know I'm supposed to close out the after dark, but I want you to do it, John. <laughs> and thank you, one and all, for joining us on this very special episode of After Dark with Will from Resistance GB. Well, I definitely call night. it special. Yeah, it's good night from me. It's good night from me. And it's good night from them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Good night. Diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Roll up the carpet From the floor I don't want to be your prisoner No more I want liberty Without conditions I want liberty
Liberty on my conditions. 